and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And where do I start? I don't even know. Shout out to the Paul Paul, 80 years old, elderly store owner in Norco, California. What's, what's that? Like in the Inland Empire, uh, California, Southern California, right by San Bernardino, who defended himself and his store at 2.45 in the morning with his own weapon. Now, they said it was a rifle, but that appeared to be a shotgun to me. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a minute. Also, uh, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. For what reason? What are you really going to do in Taiwan, Nancy Pelosi? The Chinese were pretty upset about it. They are pretty upset about it. Now there's heightened tension in the Taiwan Strait. There's heightened tension between China and Taiwan. That's a whole bit. Let's talk about that in a minute as well. Also, there was a festival canceled out there in Georgia due to the gun laws, allegedly. Although the festival is not saying it's because of the gun laws. Maybe it's because of the gun laws. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they were forced to. Maybe they weren't. Maybe it's a protest. Maybe it wasn't. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. Also, remember Biden saying not one more foot of border wall, yet they're building more border wall at the border. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you enjoy what you are hearing thus far, if you enjoy the show, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. This is also a podcast, if you didn't know. It'll be on all your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description. If you're listening to me on the audio-only platform, please give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can. I most certainly appreciate it. We got a whole lot going on. Let's start with the sponsors first, as always. Shout out to PatriotPost.us. The best source of news and information anywhere on the internets. Again, PatriotPost.us. Links for them will be in the description box as well as, my other, as, well as everybody else. All my other sponsors will be right there in the box for you guys to go ahead and check out. So that's one. And then, of course, you have BHEDesigns.com. You can check them out through the link in the box. They make the beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me. You can get ones that are just like that or whatever you want for yourself. Just go to B-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot C-O-M and get it right there. Tell them ABO sent you. Also, of course, we got Patriot, not part, I mean, not Patriot Post. We have ABL Merch. There we go. ABL Merch, A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. We got hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more on the store. ABLmerch.com. Tell a friend to tell a friend if you have not done so already. I most certainly appreciate it if you did. ABLmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, AnthonyBLogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, that letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. And PSA, if you see anybody on my channel saying, hey, you know, I can get you some uh, some money from Forex, uh, go to my WhatsApp, I'll get you some stocks on. No, I will never 
Me, ABL, I, I would never be on YouTube trying to give you my WhatsApp number. I don't even really know what WhatsApp is for real. Um, I'm not going to communicate with you directly asking for your personal information. I will never ask for your phone number. I will never ask even for your email. It, like if, if, if you want to give me your email on my website, that's one thing, but I'm not going to be in the comment section asking you for certain things. Uh, I've gotten quite a few emails asking, Hey, is this you? Is this what's going on? I will never, ever, 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 ever ask you anything like that in the comment section. So please do not get scammed. And the reason why I say that right now is because if you go to my website, anthonyblogan.com, all my official channels are right there on the contact page. My YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, my regular snail mail address, my PO box, and my email address are all right there. So if you get a weird email, a weird phone number, it's not me. You will only ever see the show number, which is uh, 434-658-1220. We'll get to the calls a little bit later, but you will only ever see that number. You will only ever see contact at anthonyblogan.com. Nothing else. Anything else, that's not me. So that's my good PSA for the day. Please don't get scammed. If you get scammed, it's not my fault. Please blame the white man. <laughs> blame the white man. Don't, don't blame me. All right? So, yeah, um, that's that. But shout out to all the sponsors, and thank you guys for being here yet again. We got quite a few topics on deck yeah people talking about the beard and whatnot I, I'm, I'm trying it if i look like you know i smoke crack for a living after the the process is complete i'm gonna go ahead and just cut it right back off i'll be looking like i'm about to join the military like i'm about to go to boot camp for the first time straight to paris island that's how it's going to look if it don't work out so we'll, we'll see how it is and people are asking hey why are you gray already you're 37 i, I think it's hereditary i got cousins right around my age that also have gray so I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, I don't really understand. Same thing with my teeth. I never had braces or anything like that. It's just hereditary. Y'all and my family have that same type of tooth pattern, if that makes any sense. Like on my mom's side, y'all got the same kind of smile. You see it's in the family portrait. It's like, you know, copy and paste, for real, from, from this angle right here. So I don't know, the, you know, her, her, like the DNA is crazy. And, hey, speaking of DNA, Shout out to all the pure bloods out there. Wakanda forever, right? Pure, pure blood forever. How about that? Yeah, that's going to be a thing coming up here pretty soon if you're pure blood or not. But I won't go down that road right now. So I digress. <laughs> uh, what somebody said, the black Santa Claus. Yeah, I could do that. You know what I mean? I, I, I would be uh, a, a mall Santa Claus later on. You know what I mean? And then I, I pose with the kids in scary poses. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I'm tripping. Anyway, we got, we got quite a few things on deck. Um, what, where am I going to start? I got a lot of videos for you guys as well. Uh, I may say the videos for a little bit later because I got quite a few of those. And I think you guys will enjoy the videos. I got the, the store owner in Norco, California, the 80-year-old man. I have a little bit from him. I have an interview from him. I'll play that a little bit later. I don't want to... Spoil that right away. You guys got to come on in here and get the, 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 the stream popping. And, of course, as I said already, please like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. But where do we begin? Let, let's talk about um, this uh, festival in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, there's a festival called Music Midtown. And let me see if I can pull up the Music Midtown roster. 
it's it's rap, rock, it's a little bit of everything. It's not just like one genre of music. Um, and if you guys live in Atlanta, you live in Georgia, you know about Piedmont Park, Midtown. I know a little bit about Midtown. What I do know about Midtown is that it's really nice out there, but the crime is starting to get kind of out of control. And a lot of the crime is like property crime, people getting their cars broken into. Like Midtown at this point is notorious for your vehicle being broken into. I follow this, um, I follow this Instagram page called ATL Scoop. And you guys out there, you know what I'm talking about. And ATL Scoop, they post a lot of things that happen in Midtown and all over Atlanta, all over the whole area. From Alpharetta down to Stockbridge and everywhere, Dallas and all of that in the ATL Metro and ATL itself. One thing they always post is a car that has the windows be busted out. Because it, 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 it could be daytime, nighttime, whatever. Midtown, downtown, Buckhead, those areas. Your car is at risk of being broken into at, at a very high risk. Now, it can happen anywhere. Don't get that twisted. But definitely Midtown, downtown, oh, yeah. You park in the shady parking lot somewhere where it's kind of like some dude outside collecting your money and it's kind of, you know what I mean, not really secure. Oh, yeah, they, they're going to get you. If you have a Dodge Challenger or a Dodge Charger, you are going to be a big target. Any kind of car, really, if they think there's valuables inside, they're going to go bang your window and take that. So word of advice, if you happen to go to Atlanta for some reason, you want to go to Lenox Mall, <laughs> you want to go to Lenox Mall, you want to go to some eatery in Midtown, you want to go to a brunch in Buckhead, do not leave your purse or your, your phone. Oh, my goodness. Do not leave your cell phone in your car. That should be advice for anywhere. You have that stolen in the middle of Nowhereville, USA. You're going to have an iPhone 13 on, on, your, on your dashboard or on your center console visible. They go, they're definitely going to bang your window out and take that. So don't do it. It's so bad in Midtown that it had to get creative. I'm, I'm going to find this video right quick of a guy that had a, had a plan to counter all the car break-ins. Now, you see, my, my plan for the car break-ins was to um i was gonna roll up with my windows rolled down already but have plastic trash bags over it so what i would do when i pull into a garage or a parking space or whatever it is roll my windows down take all my valuables out the, out the car not not leaving no phone or nothing crazy in there it'd be empty you can't start it i might even put the club on it the pedal club and the regular club so if you want to steal the car, good luck. You're going to have to get a, a, a buzzsaw and some more stuff to get through that club. But my windows be rolled down, not broken, but I'll put plastic bags over it as if it had already been banged out. Right now, granted, they could break my back windshield. That would just be kind of silly. Why do that when it's already open? It makes no sense. I mean, people do that in, in Atlanta because it just kind of, you know, dope fiends do crazy things sometimes. But a lot of times when you're talking about Vehicle break-ins is, is organized. It's not necessarily a dope fiend just wanting to bang your window out like how it is in San Francisco. But anyway, um, this one guy had a really creative way to kind of uh, get around that. And if I could find it right quick within the next 30 seconds, I'm going to put it right on the screen. But you got to get creative in a place like Atlanta because of the crime. And this, this is part of the reason why, as I try to find that video, this is part of the reason why Buckhead, which is a neighborhood in Atlanta, is trying to become its own city. It's because 
there's so much crime happening in Buckhead and they Atlanta Police Department cannot properly deal with the crime. Nothing against the police in, in general. I'm talking about the higher ups, the infrastructure. And it's kind of hard to police the entire Atlanta when Buckhead has so much crime. You need to you need to have more resources given that to that particular area. But if Buckhead became their own city, if they became their own place, then there will be no need. There, there will be no need to um, rely on Atlanta to do more. You could just have it be straight from the 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 um from the city of Buckhead. Basically, you could do it that way. That that kind of just make more sense. Hold on. Matter of fact, I think I know how to. I think I know. Here, here it is. I found it. Okay. See, I just had such a key word. So here is what this guy did to prevent his car from being um, broken into. So let's check it out right here. The caption here says, Atlanta is not a real place with the laughing and crying emoji. All right. That's laughing and crying at this particular point. Somebody, somebody done hit your window? Nah, bro. Huh? Somebody hit my window. This fake glass. You lying. Yeah, this fake. No. I, I hit my window. So if you can't see the video, this guy has his window rolled down, and he has a little jar of fake glass and he's parked right on the curb and he's sprinkling the fake glass on the curb as if he already had a broken window. The windows rolled down and he's sprinkling fake fake glass on the ground. Oh, it's a lamp. You gotta, you gotta know how to trip. Oh man. And then then he's sprinkling the, the glass in the seat. You gotta put some in the seat right here. That look real. Oh man, you that's, smart. Yeah, that's fake glass. Nobody they, they, they ain't hit my window. My window's still right up. Oh you smart. Hey, what you gotta do, boy? You gotta act like your window got hit. Oh. How that look? That look real? That look real right there. And then, then he put some of the fake glass on the window sill. <laughs> so it looks like somebody actually broke it. How you got to do it? It's a letter. And, and, he had a, and he had a charger, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see if I can see the front. It appears to be a charger. Maybe I'm mistaken. But yeah, that's how it is in Atlanta. So the whole point of me showing that is to show that there's already a crime problem right now in Atlanta. The car break-ins, it's, it's notorious. You know you're going to get got. You got a, a red Dodge Challenger. You parking it on the curb in Midtown, downtown, Buckhead, forget about it. They're they going to get it. At least they're going to break your window. They may not steal it because the objective at this point is not, is not to steal your car necessarily. If you go to a gas station and leave your keys in the ignition, you're asking for it. They're going to steal it. But... If it's sitting right there on the curb, no keys in the ignition, you might have a Louis, a Louis bag in there. Uh, even the cell phone charger, they'll, they'll break a window for a cell phone charger in Atlanta. Yeah, he's, he's, getting, he's giving away the secret. Yes, he is. He's giving away the secret. But, you know, a lot of people don't really, they're not going to be researching. All they're going to do is just see if they can get into your car right quick, bang it, and go about the business. But if it's already banged out like that, then what's the point of banging it? It's already done. Drive a jalopy, yeah, that's that's also, but they'll they'll bang a jalopy too. They don't really care. They'll they'll hit a, a, a jalopy, a Mercedes Benz. They don't really, because they're not trying to steal the car. They're trying to steal what's inside. So if you have any kind of thing, if you have anything that appears to be valuable inside, or 
if they believe there's valuables inside, they're going to get it. It's worse on the West Coast, though. Like, San Francisco was much worse. I heard in San Francisco, they, they come up to your, your, your door with a flashlight to see if you have anything hidden. So if you have um, a carpet on as for like a, a floor mat in your back seat and you have things up under the carpeted floor mat, they want to see if there's any kind of raises in the floor mat because there could be some things underneath. And if you took time to hide it, that must mean it's valuable. They think like that out there in California. But in Atlanta, they're going to bang your windshield if you got something that's visible for the most part. But anyway, so Midtown, this is the area where you have all the car break-ins. There's a lot more crime happening. And a festival called Music Midtown was supposed to happen coming up in September of this year, but it's been canceled. Now, Music Midtown put out a statement. Matter of fact, let me find that right quick because I got to see exactly what they said and then what the rumor is. Well, I'll tell you the rumor first, and then I'm going to tell you what they said. The rumor is that Music Midtown canceled because of Georgia's new gun laws, where you can carry a weapon with no permit, and also you can carry weapons on public property with no permit. And if you are Music Midtown, you don't have a long-term lease to where they're going to have the event, which is a public place called Piedmont Park right there in Midtown. If you are the Botanical Garden, for example, you can enforce a gun-free zone, although it's on public property because you have a long-term lease and you pay taxes on said long-term lease. But Music Midtown does not have a long-term lease. They're doing temporarily for this event. It's lasting, what, like a few days. It's lasting for, what, two days. So they don't have that ability. Now, Music Midtown could just move their event to an amphitheater, an arena, a theater, or somewhere else. And you can enforce a, a gun-free zone. But since they can't enforce a gun-free zone on public property right there, then they want to cancel rather than moving the venue somewhere else, which they, they could easily do. They, they can move that venue to where the Hawks, to where the Atlanta Hawks play. Basketball season is not going on right now. I'm not sure if they got the female team out there playing in the Hawks stadium or arena. It don't really matter. Let them go take a little break for a couple of days. Anybody watching that? So go to where the Hawks play and you'll be just fine. Why cancel the whole thing? Is it a protest? I can't tell. But here's what Music Midtown said as far as the reason why they canceled the event. So check it out. Hey, Midtown fans. Through circumstances beyond our control, Music Midtown will no longer be taking place this year. We were looking forward to reuniting in September and hope we can all get back to enjoying the festival together again soon. So all they say is, circumstances beyond our control. They don't say, oh, it's because of the new gun laws. Oh, because we can't find a new venue. Oh, because we have lagging ticket sales. They ain't saying anything about that. It could be bad ticket sales. Sometimes events get canceled because of bad ticket sales. It's, it's a real thing. It happens. And maybe they just want to let the rumor fly out there about the gun law because that's easier to blame it on that rather than bad ticket sales. Or it's easier to talk about that rather than you're protesting the gun laws. The same way they did with, um, not, not, not Music Midtown, but Major League Baseball. Remember, Major League Baseball boycotted Atlanta and instead of Georgia because of their voting laws. They had just passed new voting laws that made voting more accessible and more secure. They thought it made voting less accessible. So they said, this is racist. This is X, Y, and Z. 
we're going to Colorado rather than Georgia, although Colorado has tougher gun laws in Georgia. It didn't really matter. It was all about the protest. See, it didn't make sense, but it's about protest in the same way it would not make sense to cancel your whole event because of a protest, because you're going to lose money like that. It doesn't even matter. It's about the protest. If you get money from the outside to do something like this, make a statement, then you can make, you can make your money back that way. If you were going to charge a fee and then pay the artist and at the end of it, make profit, but you canceled the whole event and still got paid the equivalent to your profit, then you won. And you made a political statement and you're getting it good with the people that run the show. The, the big show, now I ain't talking about the cons, I'm talking about the actual political show, right? That, that could be what's going on here. I think it's a, a protest. So who are some of the bands that were going to be there? Uh, My Chemical Romance, Future, Jet White, Fall Out Boy, Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know who people are. Mitski, Phoenix, Turnstile. I have no idea. Two Chains, Quinn, XCII. Uh, random people, right? Tanache, I know who Tanache is. Interesting. Uh, the Midnight, Alec Benjamin, Denzel Curry. So this, this was the lineup for Music Midtown. But that's being canceled probably because of a political protest. That's, that's my gut telling me it's a political protest. I don't think it's really that they cannot have the event because of the gun laws because you could have easily moved the venue somewhere else. I mean, it's simple. There's other, you could have the event in a place that's not a public park. Again, go to an amphitheater, go to an arena, a stadium, somewhere else, uh, a different city even. Rather than ATL, I don't know. You could go to, you can go to Florida. I you, you could do something rather than have this be what the result is. But anyway, so so that's that. I think you're going to see a lot more things like this that happen that make people think, hey, you know what? Governor Kemp's not a good guy. I, I don't I don't like Governor Kemp. Governor Kemp is the reason why Music Midtown got canceled. You understand? So that kind of plays into the whole thing of trying to support Stacey Abrams for governor oh i don't want to vote for kemp he canceled music midtown let's vote stacy abrams she'll bring back music midtown i think it's a whole big um plan from big political elites because if you're able to really impact atlanta and and drive up votes there they're, they're trying to get that going on they know that it's a, a lot of liberals out there from all over the country that are not really from georgia at all i think like the majority of Atlanta people are not from Atlanta. They came there recently from other parts of the country and other parts of the world. If you ever been to Atlanta, I'm no, I don't know about you guys, but you, you may think one thing, what you think ain't true. Before I started going to Atlanta a lot, I thought it was like, you know, this um, Wakanda, <laughs> not, not quite Wakanda, but a lot of black folks out there and it, it's, it's a lot of black folks in certain parts of Atlanta. But if you go to other parts of Atlanta, not very many. It's weird. It's it's a weird place. It's I, I like the city a lot, but it's not what you would think. It's an international city. Okay, it's like New York, but spread out and a little bit smaller. That's probably the best way to put it. A small New York that's spread out. I did not see any uh, big rats. I saw a few roaches. Oh yeah, you, you'll, you'll see a few roaches out there. I saw some roaches. Um, outside having a party, they had a, had a quinceanera outside on the on a little, you know what I mean? The the big the palmetto jinks, like they almost started flying. They almost started flying during the little party. It was crazy. 
music was playing because of where I was, I felt like they were like they were having a blast dancing to the music. I don't know what was going on, but the point is, you're not going to see New York City type stuff, okay? And speaking of New York City, shout out to Eric Adams for at least trying to talk about the whole bail reform thing. Because I think Eric Adams pointed out that there were 10 people who had been arrested 100 times collectively. 10 people arrested 100 times. Or it might have been one guy with 100 arrests. I, th- I think it was one guy. One guy had 100 arrests and 83 of them were since bill reform. How do you have one guy arrested 100 times in a short period of time? I ain't talking about over 50 years maybe like five years, six years, 100 times. If you get arrested 100 times, um, I mean, what are, what, are we, what are we really doing? Like you're being pretty much, it's, it's a revolving door at that point. It, it's, it's, a, it's a revolving door. So I don't know if he'll be able to fix that whole problem, but something's got to be done. Something must be done. Hold on. I'm reading some of the comments here before I move on to the next one. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of good bars in Atlanta. I'm, I'm reading your comments about Atlanta. Uh, Duluth, good Korean restaurants. Shout out to Duluth. I like the north northern areas. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty much where I stay. The the, the southern area is not really my my my, my cup of tea. Not 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 in the that's the if you're going to go south, you got to go like Stockbridge, Hampton, like way down south, not like um, uh, 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 College Park, <laughs> not not like that particular part of the area. All right. Let me see. But yeah, I think that Kemp will win again for governor of Georgia. He'll win again because guns are a very important issue. Everyone wants their guns, even the liberals out there want their guns. Black liberals, white liberals, everybody wants their guns in Georgia. I think at a certain point, you know kind of where you're at if you, if you move to Georgia because you could move somewhere else. You could go, rather than, rather than ATL, you can go to New York. You can go to um, Washington, D.C. You can go to Chicago. Chicago is a very beautiful city except for the south suburbs and the west side, as far as I know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it's a beautiful city. The downtown is not the same as uh, Los Angeles or San Fran or even New York City, like, and like what they got going on, going back to the seventies and eighties. Um, what somebody say? Driving ATL is the worst. Driving in if you if you drive in Atlanta, you got to be you got to know how to be aggressive. You got to know how to be a defensive driver. I'm a defensive driver, and you got to have your peripheral on point all the time because people don't know where they're going. Uh, people might be on drugs. I feel like the people that have no license, um, young drivers, like I was on the road today, not in Atlanta, but just out here in Tennessee. And this, this young girl went across the entire highway just, and, and went like five miles an hour. I looked over, she had like a deer in the headlight. Look, it was like, look girl, you better just pull over and tighten up because I don't got no time for whatever you got going on. Okay. You might, you might've seen a ghost or something. Your dad made it came back from Vietnam. I don't know what's happening, but you better just go ahead and get it together because I'm not really trying to, uh, you know, collide into you because you're going zero miles an hour on the interstate, careening it across the entire highway, and you're right here in front of me. You, you get a whole lot of that type of stuff going on. But I tell you what, the, the traffic 
and ATL, I think DC might have it. D- the traffic in DC is crucial. And DC, depending upon where you're coming from, you got tolls also. And the tolls are very expensive. $8, one way, stupid stuff. You don't have that kind of stuff really in Atlanta. Yeah, New York is terrible. Uh, DC, terrible. Los Angeles, I hate it. Los Angeles, I hate it. Way too overcrowded and super ghetto. Super, super, super ghetto. What you see on television, like Hollywood Hills and the beautiful people, that's not the way it is for most of the city. Most of the city, you're going to be living in some stuff looking like Mexico. Straight like that. Like, you're going to be, you might as well be in Tijuana. You might as well be in some barrio. That's how it looks like in Los Angeles. But if you go up in the Hollywood Hills, it's beautiful. Oh, it's great. You go up in, um, what's that, uh, uh, Calabasas, all that. Malibu, oh, beautiful, great. Uh, Century Boulevard, Pico, ghetto, super ghetto, crowded, overcrowded, rude. Yeah, it's it's a it's a night and day difference. The, the poverty, the, like the, the the level of poverty on the ground floor in Los Angeles is a whole. It's a night and day from the wealth in the hills. It's crazy to see the wealth gap like that. Now I'm not trying to say. Um, you got to redistribute the wealth. I'm just saying the wealth of gap is crazy. The wealth of gap is much larger in these very liberal areas. I wonder why. Maybe it's because you got normies getting squeezed with all these crazy taxes and prices for real estate. I mean, normies could not, normies could live a little bit better if a home in the ghetto didn't cost 500 grand in South Central at Los Angeles, $500,000 for a house with got bars on it. You're talking about a 1,200-foot roach motel in uh, South Central. It's going for like 700000 Bars on the window, gunshots, all of that. For that price, you can buy whatever you want in the South, whatever you want. You want to live on the hill, private hill, have a, a butler or maid. All right, you got it. Seven hundred grand is yours. Go up to a million, psh. You living like Tyler Perry almost. All right. But that's pretty much what that is. So yeah, Los Angeles, I wasn't impressed. New York wasn't really impressed. You got to go to certain areas to get the nice experience, the TV experience, the, the, the tour, the tourist, um, feel going through the actual city itself. It was bad. It, It was real bad, but if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. And we got quite a few videos on deck that I'm going to show. All right. Let me get to what's the next topic here. Oh, okay. So Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> Nancy, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. Now, I don't understand the purpose of going to Taiwan. Like, what, are you going to be like some kind of freedom fighter? Are you going to bring democracy to um, the the um, South Asia region? Like, what are you, what's your purpose in going to Taiwan? But see, here, here's the thing about it. She had to go to Taiwan because if she didn't go to Taiwan, then it was going to be, oh, well, you got bullied by China because China said don't go and you didn't go. So she had to go to Taiwan. As, as soon as it came out that she was going to go, she had to go. So, I mean, there was no other choice but to go ahead and do that. 
But luckily, China didn't really attack her. Um, they are what they, what they call it, saber rattling. They're increasing the military exercises. They, they've kind of buzzed into Taiwan's airspace and things of that nature. So they're not happy with it, but nothing bad happened. And I had a bad feeling. I was like, man, they're about to go ahead and just, they're about to smoke Nancy Pelosi right now. If, if they did something like that, I could not say I'd be surprised. Because at this point in my life, I've seen so many things that are just kind of crazy. So I don't, I don't really get surprised too much anymore. I'm like, yep, that, I saw that coming. Yep, up, there it is. When anything like that happens, I don't even really get surprised anymore. Oh, and speaking about Pelosi, um, so they are prosecuting her husband, Paul Pelosi. And oh, there's a whole story behind that. So let's, let's, let's dig up this story. Um, <laughs> Paul Pelosi. So remember, I forget when this was, uh, two months ago maybe? It was recently. This year, Paul Pelosi was driving in, I think, Los Angeles or San Francisco, one of the places. Oh, Napa Valley. That's where he was. Napa Valley, that's what, like, Central? That's where they got the wine and all that kind of stuff at? Hold on. Let me see. So right by Sacramento, right by the Capitol, which is where, you know, a lot of lawmakers are. So, and, and San Fran and all that. But anyway, so... He's up there driving and he's drunk or pardon me. The correct term would be he was intoxicated above the legal limit and he had a drug in the system. They won't say what the drug was. I don't know what the drug was. Do you guys know what the drug was? Oh, the whole insider trading. That's 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 something that everybody does in D.C. They he most certainly is doing that with his wife, Nancy Pelosi. Absolutely. But I guess it's not really illegal. In the way that they do it, I don't really understand how it's not illegal. It should be illegal. Maybe it is illegal, but not, they, they, won't get, they won't get them on that. If you're a political, you could pretty much rise above little petty things like that. That if you or I did something like that, we go to the penitentiary. We, if, if we didn't go to jail, there would be an indictment. There would be an investigation. But because you're Paul Pelosi, you're Nancy Pelosi, you're X, Y, and Z, political in D.C., you're fine. You're fine. If you're the husband of a, polit a politician, you're fine. If you're the wife of a politician, you're fine. If, if you are family of a politico and you do stuff like, I don't know, you're in the military, you smoke crack, get discharged for smoking crack, then you're able to get on the border of an energy company, getting paid 40 grand per month. And the reason why you keep your job on the energy board is because your dad is a vice president and the vice president goes to Ukraine and says, hey, if you don't fire the prosecutor that's looking to looking into my son's company he works for, you would not get a billion dollars in loans. You're blackmailing a whole country into keeping your son's job because you, the big guy, get a cut. Okay? That's what happens right now in American politics. But sometimes these guys do actually get charged. And Paul Pelosi is getting charged. Now, let's let's check it out. It's an article right here. So California prosecutors fought auto-generated boilerplate language for Paul Pelosi drug allegation. Oh, see, I didn't even read this before I read it. So they're, they're trying to save their face. Remember, remember, I just said that Paul Pelosi was under the influence of alcohol. He was above the legal limit. A little bit. He was, he was a tad bit above the legal limit. And there was also a drug in the system, okay, that was released to the public. 
But now they say, oh, nah, that, that was that was a mistake. It was an auto-generated thing. How do you auto-generate that somebody had drugs in their system? Because he was intoxicated and had a drug in his system. Why not just leave it at intoxicated if there was no drug in his system? Did he have the drugs in his system or not? Hold on, let's, let's read this right quick. Okay, let me see. So they walked back a drug allegation. Let's let's read this right quick, just just for a second. And we got documents, paperwork, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so he walked back the whole drug thing. Prosecutors have confirmed that they are alleging he drove under the influence of alcohol on May twenty eighth. Not that he had a drug in his system, as indicated in the document. So documents right here say that he had a drug in his system and he was on alcohol, but now they say, oh no, that didn't happen. He was he was drunk, but he didn't have drugs in the system. Okay, whatever. Plus, his attorney, Amanda Bevins, told Fox News Digital late Tuesday, I believe that the drug reference is part of the statutory boilerplate language in the complaint. Makes no sense. Napa County District Attorney Office agreed with the characterization on Wednesday. She's correct. Blah, blah, blah. That's his mugshot right there. So he was um, he was driving his Porsche, a 2021 Porsche. Must be nice to be, what, 80, uh, 80, 80 million years old having a brand new Porsche, driving it drunk, crashing it. And look, look, man, I'm, I'm Nancy Pelosi's husband. Don't do nothing to me, man. I ain't trying to go to jail. Let me out right now. Uh, imagine that, the, the, the audacity to do, to do something like that, driving a brand new Porsche drunk. Anyway, he was slurring his speech and with a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emanating from his breath. So he, was, he had been drinking just like, um, just like Nancy. Matter of fact, hold on. I got a meme right quick before we get to the next part of the article. Involving Nancy Pelosi and the drinking. I mean, at a certain point, we know you, you can pretty much identify a drunk when you when you see him. You, you, you kind of know what it is. So, so if you can't see this meme right here, this is like um, a picture of a plane being refueled midair by another plane. So the plane that's refueling the plane has a label of Smirnoff, and then the plane being refueled has a label of Pelosi. This right there, that's fantastic. That fits this whole DUI situation perfectly because that could be Paul Pelosi or Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, let's get back to this. So he had a blood alcohol content of 0.082. Both Pelosi and the other driver identify only as John Doe, declined medical treatment, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I want to see where he was trying to, to, to um, it said cajole. The, the word that was used was he was trying to cajole the officers. Hold on. Let, let's see here. Oh, here, here we go. Yeah. So, Papalosi allegedly slurred speech, had drug in system, and then they, they're walking that back now, and handed over police privilege card during DUI arrest. Okay? So, he was trying to be like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the good guys. I'm, I'm part of you. It's all good. So let me see. He tried to hand them a police courtesy card during their arrest. Let me see. So the, he handed the officers allegedly his driver's license and an 1199 foundation card when they asked for his ID, according to the documents, the 1199 foundation is a California highway patrol charity that supports officers and provides scholarships for their children. Plus he allegedly exhibited signs of impairment 
during field sobriety tests and officers, quote, observed objective signs and symptoms of alcoholic intoxication. Okay. He had red, watery eyes, unsteady on his feet, speech was slurred, strong odor of alcohol beverage emanating from his breath. All right. So I guess that whole 1199 thing didn't work. The whole police privilege. Oh, hey, man, I, I donate to you guys. I go to the charity baseball games and I'm out there. I'm throwing the first pitch. Ain't nobody trying to hear that, sir. You drunk driving and crashed your car into somebody else. Oh, and by the way, now I think it was a prosecutor or somebody from Napa Valley said that this charge is a misdemeanor or there's charges, but misdemeanor charges. And the reason why there's not any charge that's a felony is because the driver who got hit by Paul Pelosi was not seriously injured. They said literally if the guy who was hit had broken bones or something like that, then it'd be a felony charge. But because he was okay, he just had a few bumps and bruises, then it's fine. So it doesn't really matter that Paul Pelosi was drunk behind the wheel and there could have been a quote-unquote drug in the system, allegedly, perhaps, maybe. But he was definitely drunk and he crashed his car. Let's not worry about that part. Let's just say, hey, man, you all right. You, you, I, you, you got a little cut on your face. You'd be okay. So that's kind of what's going on in Napa Valley. The level of injury of the guy who got hit by Paul Pelosi when he was driving drunk determines if it's going to be a felony misdemeanor. That's what's going on. Was the car total? Hey, man, you know, your, your car's total, but you're okay, right? Walk it off. Oh, you got, you got a little gash. I, I, I see that your, your tibia is exposed, but don't worry about it, man. You'd be totally fine. You, the, it, the bone didn't break. You didn't die. That's kind of what's going on here with Paul Pelosi in Upper Valley. It's crazy what you can do by having that political privilege, by your wife being speaker of the house. You can do whatever you want. If you're the speaker of the house, go to Taiwan. Don't take nobody with you. Uh, start World War III or start conflict with China unnecessarily, and it's fine. And I don't understand. I, I'm not really sure why this particular trip sparked China to do what they, to, to, to kind of behave how they're behaving. I, I'm not really sure why that is the case, but it is what it is. I'm not really going to sit here and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to really sit here and um, try to figure it out, make it and make sense of it, because it, it doesn't make any sense at all, not in the least bit. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, you you got two legs, man. Walk it off. You got two legs. You might limp for a while. You might need crutches, but hey, the leg didn't all the way break, so it's totally fine. Oh, yeah, you're right, Valerie Rogers. If I try something like that, like if, it, if it's ABL, if it's, if it's ABL on the street and I'm in a Porsche, a 2021 Porsche, Napa Valley, drunk, and I hit somebody, oh, I'm going, they might have, they might bring the federales out there for me. They might bring the feds out there for me. Get out the car right now. Get on the ground. <laughs> get out the car, get on the ground. But Paul Pelosi, oh, we're sorry, Mr. Pelosi. Uh, I always... I always recall that video of the guy who got shot by John McCain accidentally while they were bird hunting. I always recall that video. The man apologized to John McCain. Look, I'm, I'm sorry for getting shot by you, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry for getting shot by you, sir. Can you please forgive me? That video was totally crazy. But that's kind of what's going on here, in my humble opinion. Okay? In my humble opinion. But I will move right along. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. Now, let's talk about my man um, out there in Norco, California. 
the 18 year old convenience store owner. Matter of fact, let's look at store owner. The 80 year old liquor store owner who defended himself with his weapon when he was being robbed. Now, I'm going to play this clip yet again. The, the clip was so satisfying. You got to see it. Go to my Instagram page, watch my video, go to my website. You got to see the uh, video for sure. It, it was fantastic. So here's here's the, the little backstory, okay? You got these four guys. You know, you know the typical description, unfortunately. 18 to 22, right around that, that age. They pull to the convenience store or liquor store right around 2.45 in the morning. They have a Mercedes-Benz truck, like an SUV type deal. I presume it's rented or stolen, but it could be theirs. I don't doubt, I doubt that it is theirs. But anyway, they pull up in the truck and a guy hops out with what appears to be an AR-15 style rifle. It could have been the Airsoft. It, it probably was because when he got shot, he didn't return any fire and they all ran away. So it probably was not even the real rifle, but regardless of what's going on, he got shot before he was able to shoot his weapon because he's trying to rob the store, talking about get on the ground, all this and that, give it up. The store owner was like, no, no, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I will. Like Captain America, when he came back from the past, no, I don't think I will. That's, that's pretty much what the store owner did. 80 years old, hit him one time, bang. So let, let's, let's see the video right quick before I just go on and on about my man. This is on my Instagram page, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. Hold on one second. Let's get some sound and do it that way. <laughs> so if you can't see it, he just got shot by coming in there trying to act all crazy. on some hands in the air, hands in the air. Oh, I got, I got a gun in the air. How about that? Bang. Hit him one time and the guy ran off. And they're showing, this This is like security camera footage, obviously, and they're showing the whole store. Then, then they zoom in to my man right there. You're going to see it once I remove this pause button. You're going to see the, the, the elderly man. See him right there? There, there's there's a bench truck and there's there's four guys in this car so the one guy is getting out as the other guy just got shot and is running out <laughs> so if you didn't hear me say shot my arm off that arm was looking ridiculous. Remember my man that got hit by Cal Rittenhouse? That arm was looking like, oh my goodness. That arm was looking like a, a, a piece, like a, if, if you ever put like oodles and noodles or what they call them, ramen, you ever put like oodles and noodles in water a little bit to where part is crunchy, but the other part is soggy. His arm was looking like that. His arm was looking like um, a broken piece of Hershey's, uh, Hershey bar. The arm was looking like a Twix bar that was kind of open a little bit with the gooey stuff in it, but still had solid parts. That arm was looking ridiculous, man. Uh, uh, peanut brittle, um, toffee, um, French toast. That arm was, that arm was mangled. That arm was disgusting, but Hey, if you don't go into a convenience store or a liquor store and try to rob it with a gun or a whole rifle, 
you might not have your uh, arm issue. Now, of course, all these, you know, super geniuses, big brain rocket scientists have been captured. Three are in jail. And the guy that was shot my arm off, shot my arm off. He's in the hospital right now. And once he has his arm amputated, patched up, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Once he gets released from the hospital, he'll go to jail after that. Like, he's just, he's not necessarily in custody because he's in the hospital. Once that is finished, the hospital thing, he'll go to jail. And they have pretty significant bail, like 500 grand each. Now, hopefully, these guys stay in the penitentiary because the problem with California and all, you know, New York and other parts of the country, Chicago, these guys don't stay in jail. It's a revolving door. They keep going in and out of the penitentiary. Right. So, yeah, shout out to um, the Second Amendment. Shout out to lawful gun owners. It's, it's all about that. That's what I'm talking about right there. Guys that use their weapons lawfully and legally. That's that's what I'm talking about all day long. Now, that was a feel-good story. The man was 80 years old. Unfortunately, he had, he had a heart attack after that. After he shot the person with a shotgun or whatever that was, he had a heart attack. Now, he's okay. He's, well, I won't say okay. He's doing better, and he's back at work today. So he's doing well, put it to you that way. I'm not going to say that he's 80 years old, had a heart attack after having to shoot somebody, you know, in a high-stress situation that he's okay. He's doing better. He's doing well. So he gave an interview to the news. I'm going to play some of that right quick. I'm going to play the bit that I have. And the NRA posted this. So let's let's check it out here. These guys going to come in and take it away from you? Not here. I just did what I had to do. I would always protect my employees, my customers, myself. This instance, fortunately, I was here by myself, so I only had to worry about that. I took care of it, and that was that. I think uh, more people should vote and vote the right way, and uh, I think the politicians, this isn't going to get me on the right side of a lot of people, but uh, there's a whole lot of people out there, they got no clue what it's like to try to run a small business. And, and when they're letting these people out, and we got bad people, let's face it, there's bad people. Bad people we don't need, we need to get them locked up. Because it's a scary situation when that happens, and uh, um, everybody works hard. They got bills to pay. These guys gonna come in and take it away from you? Not here. These guys love it. So his name is Craig Cope, and his store is in Norco, California, like right by San Bernardino Inland Empire. Okay, not far from LA, but not not close to LA either. It's kind of you know it's a little a little ways from LA. And I think all the guys that got arrested for this are from L.A. Uh, one guy's from Inglewood, which L.A., right there. And also, there's a guy from Nevada. Probably Vegas, but probably from L.A. originally. You know, so L.A. game bangers trying to go San Bernardino and rob some 80-year-old man in a liquor store in the middle of the night. Got more than what they bargained for. My man got his arm turned inside out. Oh, man, that, that, that dude that Cal Rittenhouse hit and the other guy, to form a support group. We, we got our arms chopped off while we were trying to, uh, to hurt somebody. Okay, uh, cr criminals mi minus one arm after committing a violent act. That's the name of their support group right there. So yeah, shout out to him. I mean, people were going to his store. 
like right after the incident happened, people were going to his store, supporting him, really giving him a lot of love because he deserved it. I mean, you're an elderly man, minding your business, not doing anything to anybody, and here come these guys trying to rob you, trying to take what's yours. And one thing about it is, I like the fact that he mentioned the small business owners. There's a lot of guys that work really hard all their life to create something for themselves, to create something for their family, and you want to have some guys come in there and just take that from you? Nope. Not at all. So let me see if I can find the, the news um, clip. Hold on one second. Let's see if I can find a news clip of the guys. Yeah, I got I got a news clip right here. I'm, I'm gonna show you guys the um some of the customers and their reaction to the whole thing. Let me let me find. Okay, here we go. Perfect. I guess he gets what he deserves. So. Piece is done. Customers of this longtime Norco business have a lot to say about this armed robbery that ends with the good guy winning the battle. The criminals are in control of everything right now, and the fact that he they turned around and showed him what for, I think it's amazing. Everybody's brazen and thinks that they are owed everything and that they could do whatever they want, and it's not right to do that to people. More businesses should be armed like that and defend their businesses like that. The shooting happened on Sunday at 2.47 a.m. in the 800 block of 6th Street. You know what? And the thing about what, what they're saying, it's good to hear that in California. Because when you hear California, you're thinking about the crazy liberals, the crazy leftists, and um, they would not be for um, gun ownership and having guns is bad, all this, that, and the third. It's good to hear that that's not the people that are out there in this particular area. Now, if you go to... The Hollywood Hills might be a little bit different, which is weird because you go to the hills, they got their own private security, private police, but you as a normie cannot defend yourself with just a gun. Well, sorry, Miss Pamela Anderson, or whoever you are, not Pamela Anderson, she's cool. Sorry, Miss uh, Hollywood actress, Mr. Hollywood actor, maybe I can't afford my own private security firm to protect me 24-7. Maybe I got a few uh, 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 friends, maybe some, some lead and some steel, that can do the job very well, just maybe. So why shouldn't I be able to have that? If you have your own private security force, why can't I have my own little security force? It's, it's a little bit lower budget, but they get the job done. The owner was standing right here watching all of the action on the security camera. As soon as he saw one of those guys pull the mask over his face, he knew trouble was headed his way. He just prepared himself. He prepared himself and he stood right here and he just aimed. He aimed and shot. The owner shot his rifle and hit the robber in the arm. Not a surprise to some customers. You know, I'm not for gun violence, but uh, it, he wasn't the one getting He wasn't the one doing the violence. The people that came in were the ones doing the violence. And that's what we need to understand in our society. When people are doing violence against us, we have the right to protect ourselves. I've seen him a couple of times while I've been here, and honestly, I can kind of expect that from him. He seems like a pretty bad old man. Right on. So the guy that um, the robber did go to the hospital, and as soon as he gets released, he'll be going to jail. All, all the guys got captured. They know who all the guys are. Um, they, they probably followed that that that, um, that SUV. Wait, was that, is that a BMW X5? Is that, is that what it is? Whatever that nice SUV is, they were able to follow that. They captured everybody in the car. It was four guys, 
Three of them are in jail right now, but the guy who got his arm turning into oodles and noodles is in the hospital. And once he once he heals up a little bit, he'll go to the penitentiary or to jail and then to the penitentiary once he gets charged with armed robbery. All right. So we'll see. And everybody in that car should have the same charge as a guy that went inside with the gun. Because if you were there, you were part of it. You're the getaway driver. You got a gun. You got a mask. You're part of it. Even if you ain't somebody outside the car, you just happen to be there. You go to jail too. That's the way it should be. There shouldn't be any kind of, um, you know, uh, lesser penalty for the guys that did not actually get out the car. That's pretty much what that is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that screen was crazy. That's, that's going to be a shower screen for sure. When he goes to the penitentiary. So yeah, shout, shout out to my man, um, what's his name again? Craig Cope. Craig Cope is the actual store owner, 80 years old. Hit him one time with his, probably a shotgun. Bang. Uh, great shot. Great, accurate shot with that. From, from that distance and that time of the night and his age, fantastic shot. Now, some said it should have been a different shot. Hit him, hit him somewhere else. You know, hit, hit him a little bit, you know, in, in the center, top center. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll go ahead and end the threat for real right there. But we'll see. Yeah, you would have been better off trying to sell the vehicle. Exactly, but a Jim. Why would you rob a liquor store and a BMW X5? I mean, even if it's stolen, to sell the car, you can get more money for selling the car. Split it four ways. What are you going to get from a liquor store at 2.45 in the morning? I mean, who does that? Why are you robbing a liquor store anyway? Who does, like, who has cash anymore really in their pocket? I mean, people do have cash, but not necessarily in their pocket. I don't carry cash in my pocket. I have cash, but not in my pocket. So what are you going to get from a store in the middle of the night? If I go to uh, any kind of convenience store, 7-Eleven or whatever, and I come in there with a $20 bill, like, come on, man, you give me this big bill in the middle of the night. I don't have, a, I don't have any money in here for real to break this $20 bill at 12 midnight. So what are you going to get? Some liquor? A hundred bucks? You got four guys with a BMW X5 and weapons that are pretty expensive with expensive ammo to get a hundred dollars. What? Why? It's this ain't 1988 no more. This ain't um, a old black movie. You're not. You're not gonna get rich doing that. But again, I mean, you're not dealing with rocket scientists here. You're dealing with some morons that are gonna be in jail and they're gonna see just how dumb they are. So shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them for winning the dumbest person today award. High school robbers, yeah, they're dumb. If they got five hundred dollars, they'd be lucky. If they got five hundred bucks, they'd be lucky for sure. Two forty-five in the morning, they probably get zero dollars. A hundred bucks, maybe. All right. Yeah, this this ain't juice. This ain't um. Any kind of movie, and even in those movies, it didn't get anything. And um, what was that movie? One of the movies, I, th I think it was Menace of Society. In Menace, they robbed the store, don't even really get that much. Oh, some, some liquor, a, a bottle of liquor, and that's it. Not even no money. But anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. I got some videos for you guys right quick. I'm going to play some, some, some things that interested me. I'm going to show you guys in a minute. And also, if you don't know, uh, Uncle Tom Part 2, the movie, 
is coming out August 26, 2022. If you want to go ahead and pre-order that, there's a link in the description. Use promo code ABL to get 30% off. Again, Uncle Tom Part 2 is available for pre-order through the link in the web, in the description box below. Use promo code ABL to get 20, 30% off. And it's going to be available August 26, 2022. So check out Uncle Tom Part 2. Again, link will be in the description. Use promo code ABL to get 30% off. Now, videos on deck. I'm going to show you guys right quick. Oh, also something else. Now, here's... Okay, it's not, it's not a video. It's just a, it's a quick um, uh, picture and caption. Nothing crazy, but it's going to be crazy when I tell you what's going on. So be ready. Get prepared. So... Remember, there was a um, a Dave Chappelle show that was scheduled to happen, but it didn't happen. Well, okay, I think this is the reason why it got canceled. Maybe it wasn't, but I'll just read it. And if you can't see, you have this crazy uh, liberal, quite liberal lady in the mugshot. Her race is not really important, but at the same time it is. I'll explain why later. The caption from Andy No says, far left extremists, uh, Rachel Lee Bean was detained by her alleged assault victim in Minneapolis until police arrived. She was arrested on suspicion and assault um, riot over Dave Chappelle show on July 22nd. Um, and she has a Twitter, but this person previously wrote about blaming capitalism for her incontinence. <laughs> so, okay. Now there were a few arrests for the Dave Chappelle show. All of them are white except for one biracial person. So, I mean, what's going on with that? You want, to talk, you want to talk to this black man from being able to make money out here in America because you don't like what he says? It's funny how that works. Where's all the Black Lives Matter and the solidarity and my black brother? Where's all that at when you, you disagree with him? If you love this man, if you want to support this man because he's black, then it should be all the time, not just part-time, not just when they do liberal things with you, not just when... They're kind of like your lapdog to get certain ridiculous agendas passed. But anyway, so the last part, she blamed capitalism for her incontinence. So this person, you, you see it right here. I'm not, I'm not going to read exactly what she said, but <laughs> she says, I do do my pants at work. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I promise. I promise. A recent report on far-left extremist Rachel Lee Bean and others who were arrested at the anti- uh, okay, Antifa-violent, anti-Dave Chappelle protests. So, there was a whole thing right here. I won't read this, but you can pretty much see what's going on. So, she says she doodled on herself on 11.56 a.m. on Wednesday, January 13th. I mean, imagine that as an employee. A grown person. This ain't no little kid. This is a fully grown person. I'm not sure what their gender identity is. It's kind of ambiguous. But it's it's a, it's a it's because of capitalism. You do it on yourself. I'm not, I'm not even going to really read that. I'm not really interested to see exactly. <laughs> okay. Do, do you know that the Jetsons was set in 2022? And remember the Jetsons, you got flying cars and advanced technology. I'm reading a think piece. Literally, it's on it's on um, Medium, a four minute read on Medium. 
a think piece on do the wing on yourself at work. But I thought there'd be flying cars and things of that nature in 2022. But instead, we have this. Zero Zim Zer and work incontinence. I'm done, I'm done with that particular story. Okay. If you were eating, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I had to, I had to read it. But these are the kind of individuals that, matter of fact, I got, I got more mug shots. Okay. Let's, let's see all the mug shots of those who were at the anti-Dave Chappelle protest. Okay. White liberal, doo-dooer, white liberal, ambiguous male white liberal, female white liberal, Eddie's hair, another white liberal, okay, and biracial liberal. All of them were against Dave Chappelle. All of them were, hold on, what, what is this? Anquifa Swamp Creature, Nat- Natalina Slaughter. So maybe that's one of the Antifa members that did not like Dave Chappelle. Anquifa Swamp Creature. What kind of name is that? What am I even? Am I? Am I? Am I saying the bad word here? Uh, what? What is? What is going on? But you see how quickly the the narrative shifted from Black Lives Matter. If you're black, we support you no matter what, et cetera, et cetera. To we we hate Dave Chappelle. We want to attack him and kill him. And we're all white liberals. What's going on with that? I may not like what you say, Anquifa Swamp Creature, but why have all this protests and anger and vitriol towards you? For what? What are we doing? <laughs> Crazy. But anyway, I digress. That was pretty interesting. I got some more videos for you guys. Hold on one second. Um, I told you guys, my man... Uh, okay. So here's a video of a church and they invited a drag queen activist. So here's the, the actual caption from Drew Hernandez. Shout out to Drew Hernandez. It says insane. A quote, drag queen activist unquote was invited to come during a pride chapel worship service to lecture students about LGBTQ drag activism. Okay. So my man's literally in the church, like right in front of the pulpit with some mauve colored pants on, uh, a pride shirt and a rainbow shirt over that with a mask on. Her name is Britta Filter and she is the queen of- Wait a minute, hold on, let's, let's, let's rewind. What was the drag queen named Britta Filter? Hold on, let's, 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 one more time. Her name is Britta Filter. Come on, man. Like, what are we doing? Britta Filter? Okay. I'll I'll play this right quick, and then I'm going to play another video that shows how dumb all this stuff is. All these pronouns and weird names and ridiculous stuff. Let's Let's start from the top. Her name is Britta Filter, and she is the queen of New York. Yeah. So we have a church, a, a church, pews, pews in the church. There's an aisle in the middle of the pews. It's full of kids, it looks like, or young people. Here comes this quote-unquote drag queen uh, sashing up, up to, up to uh, the aisle.
I mean, what what is? I I I'm speechless, really. Okay, all right, that's enough of that. I don't want to see this dude's high parts. But yeah, that that's what's going on right now in in these churches. Okay, a whole church packed too. Not not even a small crowd. It was packed in there, packed from the window to the wall. What what are, what are we learning in church? You know, I'm not necessarily a church going guy. I I, I, will, I will go to church though. Yeah, I mean, if I'm out somewhere, or I, you know, with family, I go to church. And when I go back to West Virginia or Roanoke, Virginia, to visit my grandma and my other grandma, and my cousins and aunts and uncles, I go to church with them, and I would never see anything like that. You would never see anything like that, ever, 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 never. I mean. The men, you you could be even if you're a little boy, you wearing a, a if you ain't had no suit, white shirt, you know what it is, white shirt, black pants, black shoes. That's what it was. That's that's the black boy church outfit, the white boy church outfit too. Okay, uh, you're a man, wear a suit, a blazer, some pants. Woman, wear a dress and some little kitten heels at, at best, or some flat shoes. That's it. That that's what we wore. You would never see a quote unquote drag queen in the church. Even if you got the gay choir director, he's not going to be in there flamboyant like that. He's going to still wear his male attire. Not having the whole drag queen in there. Ah, that's crazy. But that's, that's what's going on right now, 2022. I don't know where that church is. If you guys don't let me know in the comments, I don't know where that church is. But that's, that's what's going on. Okay, and it appears to be a Catholic church too. So it's, it's pretty crazy. All right. So that that's that. I have more videos for you guys. Hold on one second. Oh, let let's play this from um this guy. What's his name? Um I forget his name. But this is MSNBC and you're going to hear what's being said be a close election in Georgia because Walker is has the backing of the Republicans. Now you ask, why are Republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent, who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts, but that's actually the reason. Walker's right. going to do what he's told. And that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes, to do what they're told. And Walker presents exactly as a person who lacks independent thoughts, lacks an independent agenda, lacks an independent of ability to grasp policies, and he's be a Okay, so that was Ely Mistel. I kind of want to do a video about this because there's a whole lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. But just briefly, just a brief reaction. You see, these liberal Democrats, they always accuse the right of racism. If you're a conservative Republican, if you vote for Trump, if you if you happen to not be a liberal, you're a racist. But imagine, just just for imagine, just just for a second, imagine if let's say Marco Rubio, not not, not Rubio, let's say um anybody, Mitch McConnell gets on TV and says what he says about the left. Using the same language, what would the reaction be? It would be, he is Adolf Hitler. He is the most racist person in the whole world. He needs to go to jail. He needs to get hurt. That would be the reaction. But when he says it, it's fine. You see, 
the liberal Democrats sick guys like Elie Mistel onto other black people because they can't say the things that he says. If they say it, then they're racist. You see, it's a way to attack a black person using stereotypes while not being called racist in a political sense. That's all it's about. You see, when Raphael Warnock beats his wife, runs over with a car, when guys like, what's my man's name from Florida? Andrew Gillum shoots up meth, has sex with white male gay hookers in a hotel room while he's married with two kids, a download brother, risking her HIV AIDS. When he does stuff like that, they don't come out and say, they don't come out and say a word. They don't say anything. Herschel Walker, because he has a country accent, they want to call him dumb and bumbling and stumbling and can't put two sentences together. That's why they want to call him that. You see, they play on the old stereotypes that they say are racist against black people. And I've seen that guy before in person. He, he's like one of these people that is trying to convince you that he's black. Kind of a not really securing himself type person. You know what I mean? But he is an attack dog. It's like he's, he's, he's projecting. He's the attack dog that he thinks Herschel Walker is being trained into being, or they're trying to use him as an attack dog. He's the attack dog. This dude right here with this fake little wig he wears. I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? You got this little signature look they want you to wear. Hey, Ely, put the, put the, put the white afro on. It looks great on camera. These guys I hate. I really do. And I, I don't use that word lightly, but I hate because... They're so obviously just an affront. They're like the guardians. They're, they're the Democratic Party gatekeepers, you know, and, and they, they will attack a black person with racial stereotypes that they say themselves are racist and it shouldn't be used. They'll use certain language. They say certain shouldn't be used against you if they don't like you, you know, but whatever. So let's have Raphael Warnock win again. I think not. Herschel Walker got my vote. If I was in Georgia, I vote for Herschel Walker all day over um, Raphael Warnock. How are you going to be a pastor, speaking about the church and drag queens and stuff like that, how are you going to be a pastor, Raphael Warnock, and support abortion? How are you going to say that abortion is a good thing if you're a pastor? If you're a normie, non-religious, and you are pro-choice, I would disagree with you, but it would not be contradictory. You see what I'm saying? Because you don't have a faith that dictates certain thing. You see, if you're a Christian and you think that you, you're pro-abortion, that doesn't go together. If you're an actual pastor, like a minister or a minister going to church in the pulpit with the, with the robes on and you're pro-choice, you're pro-abortion, that don't make any sense. But because they are pro-abortion in the Democratic Party, he'll do that. He'll do whatever they tell him to do. He will abandon his own faith. He'll abandon his own faith just to please the Democratic Party and to have power and money and resources on that particular end of it. Herschel Walker, on the other hand, does not do that. He stays true to himself, and they don't like it. Now, the only thing that Herschel Walker had was some kids that came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's the only thing that he had. But it wasn't like, uh, you know, he ran, over, he ran over a girl with his car. That's the only thing. Get him on the whole thing with the kids, maybe, but don't talk about he speaks unintelligently, so he's dumb. That's a stereotype. Just because there's an accent there, there's not many, I mean, he's dumb. But anyway, I digress. So I may do a video on this totally all the way. I, I may do it for real. 
a lot of these MSNBC guys I hate. Edley Mistel is one of them. Um, who else? Um, Mark Lamont Hill. These guys I just don't like. They they try to like purport they, they purport themselves to be the the pillar of blackness when ain't no such thing. Ain't no such thing. You know, you, you can't crown yourself with some kind of guy that it don't even exist. All right, but I'm getting triggered, so I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. So let me uh, show something else here. Okay. Hold on one second. Oh, and Biden still has the bug. Remember, Biden had the bug, and then it went away, allegedly. And then he had the bug again. So I was like, what's going on here? How do you keep having the bug over and over again? Like, what's really going on? I can't tell. All right. That's pretty much all I got for right now. Super chat, so on deck. I'm going to get to those. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Bert Dahl as pillar of blackness. With the, with this emoji right here. And the that emoji. And he's like, what does it even mean? Exactly. They try to become a thing that doesn't exist. They, they, try, they try to be like the model of what a black person should be. So if you don't behave the same way they behave, then you're not really black. It's what Joe Biden said. This is why Joe Biden said that. Remember when Joe Biden said, hey, vote for me, you ain't black. He, he did not get that from himself. He got it from other black people. He got it from a guy like Elie Mistel saying that if you are voting conservative, you're not black. That's where that came from. Biden did not come up with that. Biden is not a smart, a sharp guy. Not at this point in his life. Biden is sharp as uh, um, a pair of preschool scissors. Dull as dull could be. Okay, dull, dull, dull as a dead bird on the windshield. He's just not really there, and everybody knows it. So little snarky comments like that does not come. It, it doesn't come from his mind. It comes from those that are around him. Simone Sanders and people like that. That's who it comes from. Not Joe Biden's own brain. You know, I don't give him that much credit to come up with stuff like that. But anyway, let me keep on moving here. Uh, thank you to Kai's Parsimus who says 30 Chinese aircraft crossed Taiwan's defense zone. Yes, they did. Um, and it's going to be a lot of that because of the whole Nancy Pelosi thing. Uh, thank you to Michael Critchlow who says, Peace, ABL. Who's responsible for that sick beat you play at the intro? It's been sucking my head for, I mean, sucking my head all week. LOL, that producer deserves a shout out. Peter Longshanks from a while back. If you're watching me, sir, thank you for that beat. Um, and it's called Snake Charmer. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. And I got an email from one of you guys that you kind of remixed my intro and outro. I, I may use that. So, thank you for that. Thank you in advance. I'm going to use that, but I'm a creature of habit. And I got, I got the intro programmed into my um, mixer here. So if I go like that, it'll come on. You hear it? I can control the volume and all that kind of stuff. So, and then if I hold a button like that, it'll go off. So I got to reprogram my mixer and put the new intro in there. I probably will do that pretty soon. All right. So, let me see. Thank you to 
uh, Apu, who says, Mac won big last night. What will momentum keep in November? Um, I think so. Because the issue with what's going on right now in the country, you got that inflation going on. You have a lot of things that are happening, crime going through the roof. The country is not doing very well. You see, I think some people may have decided to try a different thing with Joe Biden, including some dead people. But that's a different story. Anyway, they may have gone a different direction with Joe Biden, realized that it was, that it was a mistake, and they go in a different way. So I think that's plus the base that was already right there that have not left, that's going to propel us into the midterms and do better for us, for sure. And, you know, because I don't see the country improving much at any point in time soon. And we're already in August. So it's, it's going to be here before you know it. So you got August, September, October. You got three months until November is here. So, I mean, I think the sentiment that exists right now is going to continue until November for sure. And, and 2024 as well. Apple says, shout out to John Gibb, MAGA candidate, uh, Michigan speaks Japan. Okay. Uh, thank you to Apple again, who says ABL MAGA won bit last night, but in Kansas pro-life referendum lost 57 to 33. Any deep detail analysis, ABL fans of Kansas, please call in and tell. Uh, also, Apu says, Kari Lake will make an awesome governor for Arizona. I think she'll win. I, I think I think she'll win. But we'll see how that whole thing goes there. That, that's, that's an interesting race because I think Kari Lake is Trump-endorsed, and then her opponent is Mike Pence-endorsed. So that's going to be interesting. And I, I want to say that I think, Mike Fair, I think Mike Pence gets an unfair amount of criticism. Because it's not his fault that the whole election went the way it went. I think the election was because of the mail-in ballots. Like, I don't think Mike Pence could have really done anything to change the outcome. So, you know, it's un- it's kind of it's it's kind of bad. What's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of unfortunate what's happening with Mike Pence and Trump and a division. It shouldn't be a division, in my opinion. But it is what it is. Um. Apple says Chris Ray testifies in Congress tomorrow. Hope that the GOP talks about Hunter Biden laptop, Ray Epps, FBI corruption, and unsolved cases, Seth Rich. Well, let, let's see. The laptop should be the, the highest order of priority, but we'll see if that gets any kind of recognition. Apple says RP Bill Russell. Yes, yeah, RP Bill Russell. Um, my dad and granddad's favorite athletes. I'm not really sure. I think dad was a big Jim Brown fan. But I'm not sure about granddad, but I know Jim Brown was like, you know, the, the guy and guys like uh, in basketball. My dad's team was 76ers. So Dr. J, people like that from back in the 70s. Yeah, that was that was his people there. Um, Apple says, Abby, you ever win a random draw? I won money and vacations. Um, Have I? I think I did, but it wasn't really a good prize. So I don't remember what I I don't remember winning it because it was just like okay, I can do nothing with this. I'm trying to get some money. You know what I mean? I'm trying, I'm trying to get like a, you know, make a millions going on. Thank you to Guitar Dude 777 who says, it's better to cancel because of monkeypox. The same demographic affected by monkeypox also has a high HIV infection rate in Atlanta. Oh, I almost forgot about that. Ah, oh, see, you're smart. Because I'm thinking, okay, they could have easily gone to a different venue. I mean, uh, Midtown, Music Midtown is a pretty big concert. Why not just go somewhere else? But Monkey Pox right now is cracking. 
And also, here's a fun fact for you guys. 80% of the, the, the monkeypox cases in, in Georgia are black males. Why? Okay, who, who's in Atlanta a lot? Like, a, a lot, a lot. Atlanta is the gay black male mecca as San Fran is the white male gay, the, the white male mecca, the, the white gay male mecca. And San Fran, ATL is a black gay male mecca. That's what's going on. And DC also is a white gay male mecca. Yeah, but ATL is where the black gay males are at. Anyway, and they'd they be right in Midtown, right where the um, event is going to happen. But that's a different story. Uh, thank you to Guitar Duty again. Oh, I read that one. Thank you to Apple who says, Logan Household, Aretha Franklin or Diana Ross? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, probably Aretha. I like Diana too, though. And uh, Tracy Ellis Ross as well. Shout out to her. Thank you to Leo Mazzino who says, Abby, I remember the movie Stop or My Mom Will Shoot is with Estelle Getty and Sly Stallone. I've not seen that. I think I heard about that, but I've not ever seen that. So I don't know. Okay, let me see. Um, Apple also says, Logan Family Barbecue, does your family play horseshoes or beanbag toss or potato sack races? How about lawn bowling or croquet? Water balloon fights? Water balloon fights, of course. I have done a potato sack race before. I, I think I did a potato sack race at a, at, a, at a carnival or something like that. It wasn't necessarily at my house or at a family member's house that I can remember. Beanbag toss, I've done all that, yeah. Uh, like, uh, what they call that? What's the game with the... Is, I, f- I forgot what it's called. The, you toss it in the bag into the little board. I don't know what that is, but I've played that before too. But I've not played it a lot, obviously, because I don't know what it's called. Um, Apple also says, God liberate J6 Magger from DC Jail Solitary. Georgia Pete says, sorry, ABL, can't watch, your, can't watch all your show. You're great and my chat friends. Thanks for prayers for my health and... Uh, Kentucky family as well. They lost everything. Yeah, it's really unfortunate what happened in Kentucky with the floods. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Not far from us, actually, where I live. It's probably about maybe three hours away from where I, where I live right now, up in the mountains. Yeah, really unfortunate. Thank you to Valley Rogers who says, you shut my arm off. <laughs> thank you to Kevin N who says, ABL's the man. Thank you. Um, hold on. Thank you to Pop Onaya Shelley. Who says Professor Chump, nutty professor looking dude? Are you talking about the person from the, the video? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh Ely Mistle. Thank you to Matt Ream who says, Hey ABO, there's a story out of my hometown of Wayne County, North Carolina, about a sergeant kill. If you can look it up and do a video on it, pass it to B Tatum. I'll check it out and see what's going on. Thank you to Matthew Phillips, who says, I'd argue Biden would have heard that comment from someone like Charlemagne the God. Except Charlamagne got embarrassed being told that to his face by a white man in public. Yeah. Charlamagne could have said something like that to him, but I don't think it was him. I think that it was somebody that is in his inner circle in D.C., like a Simone Sanders or somebody else. Yeah, that's probably who said it because they wouldn't say anything like that out there in public. And I don't think Charlamagne would say something like that. I think it was somebody else in in his circle. And then Charlamagne got hit with it. That was so embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. And I was embarrassed for Charlamagne when he said it. I was like, cringe on top of cringe. Thank you to TJ Dizzle for your donation. A Candle says, just end descending love, brother. Keep up the good fight. Will do. TJ also says, wanted to ask about uh, thoughts on 80,000 new IRS agents being hired in the government buying 700,000 in ammo. Uh, 
Well, the IRS agents got to be able to uh, track all your cryptocurrency, your your Cash App, your Zelle, your PayPal. They got to get you got to get to get your your fintech stuff cracking. They got to get all your fintech because they they got your bank accounts. They got your your Wells Fargo, your Chase Bank, your Bank of America. They got all that already, but now they got to get your your fintech. So they got to find new ways to collect cash from you. They don't have all that infrastructure right now, so they're trying to hire. So they're trying to hire it on. Okay, they can't even answer the phone right now. Call the IRS right now. See what happened. You be you will never even get on hold. They will hang up on you. The IRS sucks. So I'm gonna start talking about the IRS. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get now that right there. The IRS is going to really trigger me. Okay, they they owe they owe me cash money. They owe me cash money over there at the IRS, and I want it. It's, it's, it's ain't no five dollars. This is like five figures. Can I get my money back, please, IRS? Hey, matter of fact, I know the federal rallies are watching right now, right? I, I know the federal rallies are watching. So, uh, to my to my federal agent, if you're watching me, I, I got I got a plea right now. Can you get somebody from the IRS on the phone? Go to their office and say that ABL wants to get his money back. Just just go ahead and send it to me. Like if you send it to me, I won't be upset. It's fine. Just go ahead and send me the cash you owe me, okay? You know how much it is. I wrote you a letter. Just go ahead and remit that to my address. That'll be fantastic. Fantastic. Whenever you get around to it, just make it be a little bit snappy, you know? Chop, chop. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm, again, triggered, but let me go back to the Super Chats. Fight for All Right says, we're going to give Nancy Pelosi props for sending it up to China. Question mark for a bank account. Ladies got a real pair on her, <laughs> a, a saggy one, albeit. Okay, that was a little racy, but I'll, I'll let you pa pass on now. Thank you for the the the, the comment, the super chat. Definitely appreciate it. All right, that'd be right for the super chats for now. Now it's time for the calls. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Uh, there's also a Skype email in the description if you want to call in that way. That'd be fantastic if you do. And if you're having a hard time getting on Skype, if, it's number, if, it's number, if Skype's not doing properly, if it's not working right, it's not my fault. Please blame the white man. Y'all know how I do. Let's go ahead and get it cracking here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, uh, Bertie. So the, the cash is going to Ukraine. Billions to Ukraine. Why? A failing effort. Why? You're not speaking to 626. All right. How you doing, ABL? I'm great. How about yourself? Um, I'm fine. This is James from California. All right. What's happening? Uh, just wanted to tell you that uh, what are you going to do to celebrate 1 million subscribers? Uh, that's a great question, man. I'm not really sure. I, I don't even know yet, man, because it's like it's so close, but so far away. I don't know how to really handle it. So I don't know. I'll figure out once it gets closer. Well, you deserve it. You know, you always put out the best content, in my opinion. Thank you, and, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. that. That last vi video you made about that uh, liquor store owner in North Coast uh, pretty much has the right to defend himself. And kudos to him, you know, for taking action uh, really quick. And, you know, they don't, people that are not trained in combat, and usually when you point a firearm at somebody, you don't have those nerves. But that guy actually made 
uh, quick decision and prevented those guys from robbing him. Uh, man, that was like, that was crazy. And then all these people they interviewed in California felt the same way. It was a surprising thing that they embraced the Second Amendment like that. Oh, yeah, it was great. You know, California, it's, a, it's an interesting place. It's a big place, a lot of small towns, conservative towns, conservative people. But it's just unfortunate that there's so much liberal people in Los Angeles and San Francisco. They, they dominate the whole state. It's, it's really a shame. It's like Virginia. Virginia is very conservative once you get past, like, northern Virginia and, like, Hampton Roads. Once you leave outside of that, it's very, very, very conservative. It's unfortunate that the big city areas dominate the smaller areas. Yeah, tell me about it. I live right here in the middle of it all in L.A. County. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't want to hold up your time too fast, but I just want to tell you the story I was reading about um, a, a China-based agriculture business, and they have links to the Communist Party. They're called, uh, it's called Fing, Fufeng Group. They're the second largest exanthium gum producer in, in China, so they, they purchased 370 acres north of the uh, Grand Forks, uh, North Dakota, and it's within 12 miles uh, away from one of the Air, Air Force Base called uh, Pinoit Air Force Base. And basically what they do there is they do a lot of surveillance and drone research. And they had already purchased the land. Now it's uh, up to them to see if they're going to build that facility. And they're saying that um, wet mills and corn is not really a threat to uh, national security, but it's just kind of, it's kind of sketchy that they're going to have a Chinese based, um, company right there close to one of our naval bases. Yeah, definitely. You know, they're really good at surveillance and they, 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 um, pretty much mass surveillance with TikTok. That's all I had, you know, just thought with your thoughts on that. You probably heard about it already. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Cool. All right, man. Well, God bless you. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, hope to see one million subscribers pretty soon. All right, man. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, man. China's taking up a lot of companies, a lot of space in America. They own Smithfield Foods. They own quite a few things in America. Calling your line speaker to Skype caller. Hi, um, ABL. This is Devin. Um, I'm trying to mute the TV, um, but it won't work. Okay, there we go. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, well, shout out to all my chat friends. And um, that church is not a Catholic church. The church that the uh, the the shim was in. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Catholic church. That is, uh, I believe, an Episcopal church. Um, the broad man said is he he told everybody that it was a Catholic church, but it was not a Catholic church. It was an Episcopal church. And you know what? I want to think that they are okay with that. The Episcopal, uh, uh, the Episcopalians are. The with the drag and the gay and the, you know they're cool with that. So that's all. Well, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I think they probably are okay with it because they appear to be a pretty packed house. It probably was those running the church in there with them. So 
It, it, it was pretty sad to see, unfortunately, but I'm, but I'm glad to clarify what it was. Yeah, if that uh, if that comes to the Catholic Church, I am leaving. I will leave. I, I will you. be done. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call and have a great night. Love you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Bye. Yeah, that whole thing was crazy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's still a church. I, I mean, I understand, but not quite a Catholic church. But still, I mean, that, that whole thing was totally crazy. It really was. All right, let's go. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL. It's uh, FNA your Xbox, buddy. How you doing tonight? I'm great, man. How about yourself? Uh, well, that's that's a loaded question these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, I've seen a lot of disturbing things, but I'd like to correct you on a few things that you said earlier tonight. Okay. And I know you know. You just misspoke. John McCain almost became a North Vietnamese ace from the number of American aircraft he destroyed, but he didn't shoot anybody. That was, oh, uh, Dick, that was, that was Cheney. Cheney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can only shoot a hunting dog in the butt so many times and he won't <laughs> want to go hunting anymore. I don't think you can find a lawyer in Texas that wants to go hunting with Dick. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, uh, that was that. But the reason why, Nazi Pelosi went to Taiwan was because her and her husband invested in some uh, chips and then they took a beating there. So I believe this little trip is to stir the pot to get the chip market booming so they can sell out and make a killing again because that's a Nazi Pelosi way. It's all about me to heck with you. Mm. Y'all can get the crumbs out of our garbage can. You're not worthy. But, uh, yeah, and then then there's that democratic justice. You can be high, drunk, racing, and total two cars and injure somebody, but it's okay. You're a Democrat. <laughs> you do whatever you want. It's totally fine. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And uh, I, uh, I strongly feel that the w- reason why they're pushing pedophilia so hard is when that video – the blackmail video that back in 2013, when Hunter Biden came back on Air Force Two, with $1.5 billion, you know, to start a, a hedge fund. Yeah, that's it. That doesn't have to be uh, recorded so well as like the other hedge. Some special hedge fund that, you know, Democrat only, like the DUIs for Democrats only. But uh, they made a blackmail sex tape of him with underage girl. And it's on a Chinese website. I don't know. I'm not going to look for it again. I found it by act. I was like, oh, my God. It's just disgusting. But uh, you saw the New York City emergency management systems video they put out? No. Oh, you got to check this out. It's on YouTube. The New York City emergency management. What to do in case of a nuclear war and the woman's first sentences it doesn't matter how or why it started hold on time out here yes <laughs> it does matter how new york city got nuked <laughs> that's that's the first little disturbing video i saw then there's a associate professor that's funded by bill gates 
who's teaching college kids in Ohio, and this is also on YouTube, where people who commit genocide aren't bad people. They're just misunderstood. They're not evil. Genocide is not evil. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that she's being funded by Bill Gates, a blonde lady. She's on YouTube. I literally figured out how to record my screen with the sound. And I'm going to make a collage of all these videos and put them together. And I'll send you the link when I'm done. And in my uh, subject, I'll put FNA Ranger Xbox. So you know who it's from because I use my real name uh, email when I do that to you. But uh, then the, another video that made perfect sense to me is Biden's term as president is four years. I know it seems like an eternity, but his mission is to destroy America. He made, and if you look at all the the countries that made their troops get vaccinated, they're all NATO countries. They're the only ones. And in about three years, I was watching this black gentleman's video, and it made a lot of sense that in three years, you know, the mitocarditis. And this white fibrous stuff that the morticians are starting to find in the bodies of people that have been vaccinated. Yeah. You know, it's clogging up their veins. Mm-hmm. You know, that our soldiers in three years are going to die. And I remember all Chinese ships are dual purpose to carry troops and military equipment. They're built that way specifically. They could land a million men on the West Coast of America without a problem. But uh, it's just I got I, I feel like I'm standing outside the funeral home, and I just don't want to go in and look at the body. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, on a lighter note, and I'll close with this. I've often said that I'd much rather see a, a young brother, well dressed, well spoken, well educated, gainfully employed. You know, you know what I'm saying, rather than gang banging and stuff. This is to the young man. Mojo Grip is his YouTube channel. He became a millionaire by, he used to love playing video games on his phone. Then he started creating video games for the phone, you know, games on the phone. And he owns an aircraft company now. He's building a couple of kit planes, licensed pilot. I showed my son. I said, look, see this young man here? This is what he did. You can do it too. And I just wanted to throw that out as inspiration, Mojo Grip. Check him out, and uh, I'll get that email together in about a, a week. I just, just, I'm just flabbergasted by all the information I've gotten in that direction. It just does not look good. Anyway, you take care, brother. Love your show. Thanks for the Goodbye. call, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the Internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. All right. So let's go. Force, I know you're on the line. I'm speaking to. Oh, hey, ABL. Hey, it's uh, Greg from Atlanta. How are you doing, sir? I'm well about yourself. Uh, pretty good, especially the bad drivers in the traffic, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, that's definitely an issue all the time. Oh, my God. The worst traffic is actually on Buford Highway. 
It's right after you get on the Linux, uh, off Linux Road going to Beaufort Highway towards 285. It's a madhouse. Yeah, I've been That's over there before. Beyond, a couple miles beyond that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. I've been over there before. It's pretty rough. Yeah, man, I was driving there on Sunday, and some idiot had his leg out, his left leg out the driver door, <laughs> the window down. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm driving down the road screaming at all these third world drivers, and I'm like, you know, slamming my my palm on my hand against my steering wheel, screaming. This isn't Honduras, damn it. Right. <laughs> Sorry about this curse, but Beaufort Highway will make you curse with all the bad drivers. Yes. So, not to another subject, though. I'm glad that uh, Midtown Music's canceled, but I see your point. I think they might be using it for political purposes, you know, that is the left. But, um, yeah, man, it's just it's a madhouse. It's just too busy at work. So, <laughs> I work in retail. I don't care if they have Midtown Music or not. So, sorry not to run into this parade, but uh, what's your take? I, th- I think it's political because it could have moved it. I mean, you don't have to have it in Piedmont Park. It could be somewhere else. It could be in an amphitheater. It could be in an arena, in a stadium, or some kind of... It could It could be somewhere else other than right there. I think it's a protest. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Kemp's uh, carry laws? Yeah, because of the concealed carry. This, it's, it, it reminds me of what happened with the, um, the Major League Baseball um, All-Star game when they moved it from um, Atlanta to, I think, Denver. Yeah. yeah, that's obviously uh, racial discrimination where you're making it easier for everyone to vote. <laughs> right, and then you have you, you, mean, you, you have you have you have record turnout suppression right there. Right, you have you have a, a, a record record turnout for voting after those laws get passed. But yeah, that's, that's discrimination all day long. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, just here in Georgia. I mean, we have I don't know how many days it is, and don't quote me on this, but I think it's something like 13 days of early voting. Right, they lengthen the hours, if I'm not mistaken, and they lengthen the, the, the amount of days. So. How is that voter suppression? It's crazy. You have it doesn't to make show your sense. ID for anywhere you go to buy a gun, to buy alcohol, to uh, applications for whatever. You know, you have to show a driver's license or some form of ID, like a, 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 a passport, George, you know, drive, not just a driver's license, but an ID, any kind of ID. You know, it's a government-issued ID. They'll accept and you can vote. That is not voter suppression. That's just a lie. I'm tired of hearing about voter suppression. There is no voter suppression. Exactly. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, I hope you're in good health and doing well. Um, I watch your show every day loyally, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you have about 55,000 fans I want to get through. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. See you later. All right. Shout out to the caller. But yeah, that Buford, that Buford Highway traffic is crucial. A- Atlanta traffic is crucial regardless. But yeah, I think it's political. Because they didn't say exactly why they want to or why they, why they're canceling. Oh, it's it's beyond our control. Well, what can we can we get like a little bit of insight on what's going on or or not? Nah? I think it's a political thing. Because if it wasn't, I think that we would understand why. That's what's going on, in my opinion. Six seven eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hold on. Let me turn this off. Hey, ABO, this is Tiffany. How are you? I'm well about yourself. I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to call and talk in about talking. I'm sorry, I can't talk straight. Um, to talk about Atlanta um, and something else, too. Um, and Andre Dickens. Um. I know you were talking about like 
all the all the crime and stuff that's going on in Atlanta. And I don't live there anymore, but I lived there for over ten years, and I saw the decline. Um, and it's it's sad because Atlanta is such a beautiful city. I love Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but the the agenda is to destroy that city. And Andre Dickens on his web on his campaign site, he had that he wanted to make Atlanta the LGBTQ capital of the South. Mm. So that is the agenda. That is the agenda for that city. Like you said, it's the black Mecca for homosexuality, not just men, but women, because there is a huge epidemic of um, lesbians in that city Yeah, of all races. It's not just blacks because you'll see white women, Hispanics, all, all that kind of stuff. It's just that spirit is just trying to, you know, just, infiltrate everybody um and so it's very disappointing because um you will see the most raggediest hood rat transgender you'll see little boys at the grocery store i remember being at the grocery store dude at the register couldn't have been more than 20 some years old full face of makeup he fade but full face of makeup and it's just and then you'll see like women wearing suits. And I used to work with two two girls that were lesbians, and one of them had three kids. <laughs> and so you know these people, you you can you can look at them, and from your conversations with them, you can tell because I'm a Christian, so I am not gonna be like, oh, I can't talk to you because you're gay. But I'm not about to be buddy buddy with you. But you know we coworkers or whatever, and they'll share things with you. And you find out, you know, they have had trauma. Um, these women, because I've counseled people, not because they're gay, but I used to work in financial counseling. And I've had women call in talking about my girlfriend left me and my kids. Where you get <laughs> kids from? <laughs> so it's like, these, you know, these people, they, they're going through stuff. They, they've had either childhood or adult trauma. They got mental issues. But that still doesn't excuse your foolishness. Yeah. Like you can get you you need prayer for for your issues, but I'm not gonna condone your foolishness. And I'm saying that because did you hear about that uh, transgender cheerleader? Yeah, that was that, I've I've I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna do a video on that because there's a lot to that one. Please, I, I can't wait to do that video because I am ABL. When I saw that, I want to jump through the computer. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. That is, and that is what that spirit is, because that little boy, first of all, you a grown man, 25. I don't know why you're still on the squad. Are you a seven-year senior or something? I don't know, you're old behind getting in an argument with a little 17-year-old girl. And it's a lot of things that I saw in that, because number one, supposedly, he seems to be the only black person on the team. So you, when I saw, did you see the video? Yeah. Okay. You see how he was talking to that girl? He was talking to her like ghetto girls talk, talking about, oh, you scary. Oh, you scary. That's how women talk to each other. That's how hood chicks talk to each other when they ready to fight. Oh, you scary. You scary. You are a boy. You're not, you're not even a boy. You're a man. Why are you talking to her like you're some little teenage girl and bringing all the other little girls around? And this is what I saw. I said, number one, you wouldn't have did that if you was dealing with some real hood chicks. Nah. Because real hood chicks would have been ready to fight you back. Instantly. Boy or girl. Yeah. 
So you just doing that because of the environment you. I'm not saying white girls can't fight nothing. Please don't nobody. What I'm saying is, you know, those was the type of girls that wasn't gonna fight you back. So that's why you was talking all that junk. Talking about, I don't know who you think you talking to. You scary. First of and, and second of all, she had a right to be scared of you because you are a 25 year old man. She's a 17 year old girl, and you put your allegedly put your hands around her throat. And and, and, the, and, the, and the dude and the dude's pretty big, kind of stocky. Like I, I still yes, see the I, I see the male frame. Yeah, big old butt, and he he got all kind of problems. First of all, he probably want to be white because you got all these blonde wigs on. You got this pasty makeup on, trying to look like a white girl. Something is wrong with you. You think? And then she said, she said you have a penis, and he said, so what you gonna do about it? What kind of answer is that? You're up. What is these? They, this school should be sued. They need to be closed down. He had no business being allowed on the cheerleading team and being put, supposedly he was in the girls' locker room and stuff. You are a grown man with male genitalia. You have no business being around those little girls. Then you got the nerve to think, because see what it is, is the mental issue is that you think you're a woman and you want to be a hood rat. So you double emotional, double extra, double drama, and you bring in all that energy as a, with your male hands, your male muscles, and your male bravado. So you bring in all that energy, but you're doing it as a female. And when females fight, they get very emotional, drama filled. So imagine you have the male force in your punches or your choking as a man but you have all this female emotion and en- energy behind it. That is dangerous. Very and much I feel so. like every little girl should be armed because if you put your hands around my throat, I got a right to blow your head off. That's lethal force. And so I have a right to meet your lethal force. Look at his big old behind. <laughs> big old behind. Look at his face ain't even the same color as his body. Because he want to be a white girl. Something wrong with him. Maybe he got the the issue, same issue little Kim have because she want to be a white girl too. <laughs> like it, it's it's dangerous, and these people are putting our little girls in danger. And it's a lot of this out here. It's two little. I saw a story about two little black boys running on the track team, and they got braids in their hair. This is and what it is is it's trying to erase masculinity, erase manhood. Make this country weak while other countries are growing their military and getting strong. And, 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 and here's America worried about gender identity in the military and firing people from and discharging people from the military because they won't get a vaccine. I have COVID right now and I'm unvaccinated. And me and my immune system and prayer are getting me through it. There you go. But you firing people from the military because they won't get a vaccine firing people from their job because they won't get a vaccine, destroying this country, tearing down men. Like, what in the world? It's just, I, I really, I, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. And I just, I, because if I had kids, they would, they, I would let my kids bring weapons to school. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> not for real. But, I, I mean, I'm just like, these these, I feel for these young women, like they, they go to school, they try to, you know, get good grades and get their scholarships and they're talented. And then they have to compete with a boy like Leah Thomas. 
his big old huge behind. Did you see him standing on the stage on the on the podium against all them little girls? And they want to name him Woman of the Year. This is insanity. Jesus must be. He got to be coming back soon because this this foolishness cannot continue. And then the little girls was defending the little stupid cheerleader boy to, um, and trying to gang up on him. So they get in these kids' minds, and the kids are stupid. So they just follow along because of groupthink, and they want to be included. They they don't want to stand for for righteousness alone. So because they don't want to be ridiculed and and canceled. They stand for this foolishness. Do you not realize this little boy thinks he's a woman, and he's on the same side as people that would say woman of the year? So your little cheerleading scholarship, wait, it, it's not going to affect them until they can't make the cut for the team because some little transgender boy then came in there to get on the team. Then you want to be crying and stuff. But you was ganging up on the girl that he choked a couple of weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't see the forest for the trees. These these people do not care about women. They don't care about women's rights. It's a demonic agenda. I'm sorry. I'm be quiet because I know you got other callers, but please, I can't wait to you do your video on it. And I'm shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Okay. Bye. Yeah, she she right on though. I mean, that whole thing with the cheerleader. I I've been looking into that. Like, there's videos on it. I, I'm gonna definitely do that one because. It's it's crazy. The the pictures are scary. Like when I when I see some of these uh what they trans or whatever some whatever they call themselves, they, they scare me. Like legitimately, actually scare me. Okay, because it's it, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of unstable, and then the 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 makeup and stuff like that. It, it's it's just kind of it's, it's unsettling to say the least. That's that's kind of what's going on. Very unsettling. Yeah, she, she definitely did go in. Oh yeah, I got. I'm. I'll make a video on that. No, there, there's not footage of the actual assault that I saw. There's, there's like audio. It's kind of hard to explain. Basically, what happened was, uh, some of the girls had their phones like pointed down toward the ground, so it wasn't like this because this person's 25 years old. Okay, so the 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 cheerleader was on a male squad. And then went to the female squad. And these girls are pretty young, small white girls. They're not really, they're not thinking about fighting like how a lot of these hood black girls are. Not to be racist, but that's just kind of what happens. You know, these are not hood white girls. These are like regular Kayleys. You understand? Shout out to Coach Greg Adams for that one. But I think one one of the girls' name was literally Kaylee. For real. Like these are like regular, you know. Me, me, ball, pop, ball type people. But anyway, they had their phone pointed toward the ground. They didn't want to have it like this to film her. This, this is after the whole situation was going on. So all you, all you see was like their feet and you hear the voice of the person. And of course, the, the voice is like this big, deep. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I still got my thing. What you going to do about it? I was like, you know what? This is crazy. That person shouldn't be like hanging out in the dorm um, and around these 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 young girls, this is a twenty five year old black male with a face full of little Kim makeup on. Okay, y- your face is the color of bamboo. Like I got a bamboo desk right here. You got a, a bamboo face with Mark Henry, a Mark Henry WWE body. Okay, you got you got penitentiary tats on your on your body. You got all kind of stuff going on. Okay, it was a mess. 
So I've not seen any footage of the actual incident. Maybe that'll come out eventually, but I don't have that. What I have is um, the girls recording the person kind of going back and forth arguing. Okay, and, and you able to hear tell myself, oh, it was a joke, man. I didn't mean nothing by it. It was crazy. But, I mean, this, this is the kind of madness that you're going to... And I want to know why this person is even there. Are, 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 like, is it a joke to try and be on the girls' team to have access to these girls? That's what it, that's what it feels like. Okay, that's just what it is. I mean... Um, now how does school justify that? I don't, I don't know how school justifies it. I don't, I don't really, I don't really know how to justify it because, um, they, 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 they probably can't say anything to the person, but I guess you could be on a team and not necessarily, you could be on the cheer team and not necessarily be a certain age, but as far as the gender thing, maybe they're afraid to tackle that particular part. Maybe they don't want to go down that road because then I open up a can of worms. I don't know. But something has to be done about that. You can't just let that whole thing slide like that. You understand? 978, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Eric. Um, I want to talk about the kink parade. The what now? The kink parade that happened in uh, L.A. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I guess I don't know why, but uh, they're allowing people to do this. But for like two years, there when we had the whole COVID thing, it was breaking up. Call um, go ahead. All of a sudden, all the rules changing. You, can you hear me? I hear you now. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just I'm just confused with the rules. They're all of a sudden they're changing. And the only thing that I see different is a group of people that, you know, that are affected. So, I don't know, man. That's that's kind of really bugging me, you know. Yeah. Want to hear you, what your thoughts on that? I guess. It's crazy. You have conflicting kind of messages being sent. Like you have, I don't know. You have people that are really just trying to. Well, let me let me just phrase it like this. I think that whole LGBT thing is just a way to push perversion as a civil rights movement. Now, I'm not saying that anybody who is gay is a pervert. I'm just saying the LGBT movement, the actual movement that you see on television that has money behind it, that big name people in Hollywood support, that movement is just trying to push perversion as normal. That's why you have children being involved because they want to go down that road and push that kind of perversion of children is normal as well. That's what it's all about. And it's kind of being accepted to a certain point because they're trying to wrap it in the, in the, in the blanket of civil rights. So they're trying to link it to being black and stuff like that. That's why they talk about, that's why they, why they keep bringing out these black drag queens because they want it to be the same thing, the black versus LGBT, but it's not even about black versus LGBT. It's about trying to link black to perversion and make those quote unquote struggles the same thing, which is obviously not, it's not even if it was just gay, and then most certainly not for being about perversion. But that's kind of what's going on. That's that's how they're able to kind of get away with it to a certain extent. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you.
All right, shout out to the caller. 520, oh, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, speaking to Jesus. I love your uh, channel, man. Hey, uh, I had a quick question for you. All right. So, ever since you started getting into politics, uh, has it been harder for you to watch any kind of TV shows or movies? Has it just, like, turn off the, the screen or just can't continue watching? That's a, that's a very good question. Like, now when I watch movies and television, I look at it differently. It's not necessarily... I, I can still enjoy some shows, but I see through any kind of attempt at trying to indoctrinate. So, so I think a lot of shows do it, and it's sometimes tolerable if the show is good. Sometimes. Right. But when they Have do you heard it... Have show called... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. When, when they do it to where it's like, it's too much and annoying, I turn it off. Right. Have you heard of this show called The Boys? I, I watched that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm on season three, and they're trying to make a lot of comparisons to this, like, the villain, you know, the, the, the superheroes. And it's like too much... It's almost uh, unbearable to watch now, and I'm just like, man, it, it, I don't know if it's just me who just sees all this, like, uh, political, you know, like, propaganda, pretty much, trying to make it sound like all the Trump supporters are, like, these racist, white supremacists. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, man, I, I hate it, because it's, like, such a good... I, it's an interesting story, I mean, I like the show, but it's... I hate how they still do that to this day with any kind of new anything new uh, as far as TV shows. So I'll catch myself watching older shows. But I had a, my second question was, have you seen any real good recent uh, TV shows you'd recommend? Well, I mean, I was watching The Boys, but I've only seen like the first, like three episodes of it. I just started it. So I've not seen season three or anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was like, man, this is cool. I like this, I like the way it was going, but I, I kind of, yeah. you know, and I, like sometimes I'll, I'll see shows like that and then it'll go down that direction. Then it's like, oh, man, this, this is why I don't really watch TV. Because I, I find one show I want out of the time I do have to watch TV. And it'd be cool for, like, five episodes. And then once I get deeper into it, it just crashes and burns because they put the political stuff into it. It's a shame. They Like, I saw this um, show called Umbrella Academy. I think that's what it's called on Netflix. And Right. It was on uh, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. Or right. right. Right, exactly. First, when, when I first watched it, it was Ellen. Then they they introduced this this male character. I'm like, man, you know what? All right, this this is this is getting, you know, I, I hate when the, I hate when that happens, it, it, and it always happens with the the new uh, brand of shows because they get some of these woke writers in there, and they get political, yep. and then and then that's just what it is. Yeah, yep. That's I hate it. It sucks. They ruined the good show. Like they didn't know how to be political, but whatever. Well, I love what you do. I've uh, been listening to you since like. I don't know, I think 2016 or 2017. And uh, I just keep it up. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right, peace. Yeah, man, I, I started watching The Boys because, you know, I'm on YouTube and I just, I get recommended certain stuff and I was seeing stuff about Homelander all the time. I'm like, who is this Homelander person? And I saw some of the Homelander clips. I'm like, okay, I like this guy. I like the kind of anti-hero kind of villainous. I, I like that. I like some of the dark stuff. You know, like I like a, a a good dark type of show, but at the same time, a little bit of dark humor. I enjoy dark humor. Like I posted a, a meme. If you guys follow me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, you guys know how I operate with the memes, especially on Facebook. That's that's meme central. That's all I'll do over there is post memes. 
You know, just, just to keep that the whole party going. Hold on. So here, here's a meme I posted, if you guys haven't seen it. Okay. And uh, if you know, you know. Let me, let me zoom out a little bit. So this if you can't see it, this is a picture of Jim Jones. Not the rapper, but the actual Jim Jones. Jonestown. Uh, no, drinking the Kool-Aid. It's a picture of him. And then the caption says, stay hydrated. That's dark, but that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Dark, I guess you would say dark humor. I like kind of stuff like that to say, oh, ABL too soon. I, I want to I get that kind of reaction, you know? So when I saw the Homelander, I was like, okay, this, this is kind of right up my alley. So I started watching a few episodes. I don't have, I don't have that much time to really watch TV. So I saw like, the, I saw like three episodes or so far. I think maybe saw four episodes so far, so I'm not really deep into it yet. But of course, and I'm not even really surprised that it, it got woke like that because that's typically what happens to a lot of these shows. They, they get woke at a certain point. All right. People laughing at it. Yeah. I mean, is, 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 is it too soon? Maybe it's a little bit too soon. I, I don't know. Right. But it's dark. I, I enjoy dark humor and, um, not to the point where it's too dark. I want a little bit of levity in there. Yeah, give me a little teeny bit of levity, a little dash of levity. Yeah, I, I can I can roll with that. All right, that and that that'll be what that is. Yeah, uh, I, I, irony. I like irony, of course. Yes, dark, the, the darker the humor, the sweeter the juice. Hilarious. Yes, that that's right on. And the number to call again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let me see here. I'm reading some of the, the 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 comments. Yeah, the writers. I don't know what happens with the writers. It's like they start off pretty well. Maybe um, the writers start from like some of the source material. And then maybe when they, when they try to get into the later seasons to try to like expand it or I, I don't know what they do, but it just kind of goes wrong. Um, anime is always pretty good. Like uh, it's, it's a lot of good ones out there, but definitely jo- jo- Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is a good one. There's a few other ones, but Jojo's definitely is a good one. They don't get woke or nothing like that. That's why I like, some of the foreign stuff, they don't really do the woke thing. The American stuff, they typically get woke because wokeism has affected the United States at a very deep level. You're not going to see a situation in Japan where um, somebody's in there that's a pro-life uh, uh, speaker. They're not speaking about anything pro-life. They just happen to be there like at a, at a graduation ceremony. And then a third of the class walks out because they don't appreciate the pro-life professor or the pro-life person that doesn't really happen like that in other parts of the world so therefore the entertainment and whatnot that comes from that kind of culture does not exhibit that kind of behavior because it's not there uh 412 you're in line i'm speaking to hey this is mike man so uh how you doing i'm well about yourself i'm not bad so i just got a quick funny story to tell you so I'm not going to say exactly what was said word for word, but I'll give you like the general idea. So I do for my job, I basically like deliver Walmart packages to people. You know, it is what it is. And on this one package, it was going to a guy. I'm like, we'll just call him John Doe. And it was a TV, so I brought it up to the TV. 
some girl answers the door, and I'm like, oh, I need, what's this? I need John Doe for a signature for the item. And she was like, yeah, I'll go get him. Man, when this guy came to the door, it was a trans. Oh, and boy. I was like, oh, crap, like, <laughs> what do I say? I was like, oh, I have a delivery for you. I just need a signature and an ID check to make sure it's you. But it was just so awkward because he was trying to, like, portray himself as a, a female, but his identification himself so said male. <laughs> and I don't know what to do at that point. I was like, have a good day, sir. Like, just a, like, natural reaction. And I just left. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say, man. I just wanted to share that story. Well, th- thank you for your call, man. That, that was a fantastic story, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. All right, now. And yeah, that's crazy. That's that's a wild story. It's like, okay, you, you coming up there, you talking about some? Hey, can I see your ID? And you get, you got the ID. You got uh, Billy Bob Thornton on the ID right in front of you. You got Dolly Parton. So it's like, who who is who? Like, do I do I verify the ID? Is it? it are, are you in a disguise? Like, is it a different person? Like, what's going on here? Do I do I match it? Like. How does it really work? And here, here's something else that I have a question because that, that leads, to my, uh, leads to something else. If you are going to a bar and you get carded and in your, in your ID, you were a boy, but now you identify as a girl and it don't match. How does that really work? How, do, how does that conversation go down? I don't understand. 918, you don't know how much we could do. Hey, what's up, baby? Oh, it's JB Scott from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? I'm well, man. How about yourself? Hey, I'm good. Uh, yeah, great show tonight, man. Yeah, great calls, too. I wanted to just comment on that one guy from um, MSNBC, the guy that has, like, a giant Q-tip on the top of his head <laughs> for hair. I can't remember his name exactly. But what he said about Herschel Walker... I mean, I'm white, and that offended me because I've been a fan of Herschel Walker since I was a little kid. Uh, I'm 42 years old, and I watched Herschel. um, He was on one of the seasons of Celebrity Apprentice, you know, and him and Trump are actually really good friends. I mean, my God, they used to take their kids to Disneyland together and just hang out, you know. So he is not compromised in any way. And when that guy said that about him, that just really, that got me triggered, you know. And uh, no, Herschel Walker is a man of, of a great man. He has been his whole life. He's just a great American. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, that was the main thing I wanted to say, uh, about television nowadays. Yeah. I, I can't even watch any of these new shows anymore. They're just in the commercials. Like someone in the chat was saying the commercials are just so bad now. Oh yeah. They're terrible. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw like a same sex or a same race couple in a commercial. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's not. It's like, why do they have to try so hard to make everything so diverse? It's like, it's so diverse that it's not even believable anymore. I mean, I mean come on, guys. So, 
let it let up a little bit, you know. I mean, just it doesn't have to be like this, you know. So yeah, and like the other, it's more you know, like when I do watch TV, it's reruns of old shows from like the seventies and eighties, you know, like old Star Treks and old Twilight Zone and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, this new stuff. Yeah, I I can't even handle it anymore. It's, it's too bad. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's all I got for tonight. I'm gonna take up all your time. All right, yeah, have a good night, buddy, and uh, love everybody in the chat and all the callers and keep it up, dude. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right, later, man. Yeah, it's a good thing to do is uh, watch a lot of the old stuff. When I was a kid, I did that. You know, remember like Nick at Night? They had some of the old shows, um, Dragnet and um, Mork and Mindy. Uh, what else? The Dick Van Dyke Show. Like old, old stuff. Black and white, 50s and 60s, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? And now you can go, you go back to the 90s. You see some old stuff, some of the older programs. But the, the newer 2022 stuff, it just it's just not really, it, it ain't really the same. Not not at all. It's it's a shame that it's come to this, but it is what it is. You know, I think again, your entertainment, your media, all of that, it, your your leadership, it comes from the culture of your country, and that's why they are working so hard to try to brainwash children, because when the kids grow up, they're going to be the ones who are running the country in various ways, not just politically, but also from the entertainment point of view, from everything. They'll be the ones that carry the torch. Okay, let's go 718. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Um, hi, this is Hallie in Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. I um, I wanted to know, you know, hearing you talk about the shows and everything, the TV, you know, the film is just so abysmal now. Do you see any kind of, well, I don't know, pushback? I mean, do you think at some point the the camel's back will break, you know, the, the last straw, the... Um, I, cause I, I don't know if you heard that like there was there was this show uh, a movie Batwoman that got canceled totally. I mean uh, it was slated for release, and, uh, and I think that the uh, it was a DC comic or something. They 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 just totally the, the film was so bad. They they spent a hundred million dollars on it, and the audience, you know, whatever the trial audience, whatever the. It was so bad that they they just they're not even showing the film even on on video or anything like that, and I don't know maybe do you, do, um, do you see anything like that like a wake up call I I you know there's I mean maybe, I heard I heard that Netflix just canceled this uh, TV show about lesbian vampires or something I don't know, it just sounded stupid, but do you do you force I mean I guess maybe. You know, given our, yeah, I'm sure there are other factors like people just don't have the money for this kind of gar, you know, garbage. But you know, in most of my, most of the shows, films I watch are just yeah, classic. But I, but do you foresee like uh, maybe this? I, I don't know, if, you know, like a reversal kind of a thing that they may start going back to a certain kind of restraint, uh, or is that a pipe dream? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, or maybe it's just end of a, maybe the end of an era. I mean, we just the younger generation just 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 doesn't have the chops, the the talent 
to, I mean, I, I, I don't know, you know, what you would predict. Well, I think that at a certain point, if they want to continue to make money in the music, in the, in the movie industry and music yeah. as well, they're going to have to do a different, they had to go a different direction because that Batgirl movie got canceled. They spent a hundred yeah. million dollars into it. Like the movie's already complete, it's already done, but it performed so well. It performed so poorly, pardon me, in front of the test audiences. It just refused to release it. So they can't keep losing money like that. They have to produce things that people like at a certain point. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a wake-up call. I was following with certain interests. Uh, you probably heard that, that Lord of the Rings spinoff. I, I wrote it in the comments thing. I was just curious. Uh, your thought, you know, I, I'm sure that you heard that it was Rings of Power. And, you know, a lot of, it got a lot of backlash from the, you know, the you know, Tolkien fans. I'm not a Tolkien fan. I mean, I read the book. I saw the movies. Um, you know, but I, you know, but I was reading. I don't know why. I don't know why I have a certain fascination with this. Maybe it's like watching a gladiator sport, but watching the people tear apart this series. Uh, Amazon's producing it. I don't. Do you think? Do you think it would be a? I don't know. I don't, you know. I don't. I don't know if you have any interest in seeing it. What the? You know. Uh, do you think it's going to bomb? <laughs> or we? You know. Or maybe start out with a bang, but end with a whimper, or. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know about the show, right? I'm sure you do, but I don't know if you've been following any of the uh, criticism as avidly, because to me, it just represents something. I think that I, I think they are on the defensive now. These these companies, Amazon, Netflix, the studios, uh, Disney, Disney is well, they're really being crucified, and I, I think rightly so, you know, for just putting out this the politically, you know, this garbage. But do you, do you think it would be a wake-up call for them somewhere along the line? I mean, how much money do they have to lose? Yeah, it, it, mean, it should be a wake-up call pretty soon because they keep losing money. At a certain point, it, is, it won't make any sense for them to continue. So it's got to be a wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I think I, I sometimes get the feeling the industry is dying. But, I, you know, you know, again, it could be a cultural shift. I but yeah, it'll be, inter- it'll be interesting to see. I, I, but uh, yeah, but hearing this people on the show that talk, you know, that sort of on the same wavelength as I, that they're just not watching these new shows. Um, yeah, either they're woke as hell, or they're just silly and weird, or fake. I don't know. They're just simplistic. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I hope to see a backlash at all these institutions. You know, same thing with colleges, but it's really, yeah. Anyway, anyway enjoy your show, and uh, I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll bid you goodbye. I'll be, you know, and, uh, you know, listen to the rest of the show. Okay, thanks. Thank you for the call. Bye bye. All righty, let's go to seven seven three. You don't know how much we could do. Hey, Bial, it's your uh, retired Chicago police officer, Fred. How you doing? I'm well, man. How about yourself? I'm good, thanks. Uh, listen, that uh, I wanted to comment on the store owner. I'm so glad to see that he defended himself uh, successfully. But the reason he was able to, besides the fact that he had a weapon, that he was armed in his store, which he has a right, but one of the main things is that he was paying attention to the video. Yeah, the video uh, surveillance that he had in his store. So he saw them get out of the out of the vehicle, 
and uh, you know, they, you know, the one guy was armed, and then the other guy came in, so he was ready. It might have been a different story if he was taken by surprise, because he might not have been able to get to his weapon or whatnot. So, you know, that's one point is that, you know, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, you know, about people coming behind the counter, it's good to be in a booth with bulletproof glass and you don't come out of the booth if if at all possible. And if you are armed and you have a weapon, it's a good idea to be paying attention. You know, you're not on your, you know, he's 80 years old. So if it was a younger guy, he might have been, you know, just focused on his phone, you know, texting or on some kind of website or whatever, and not paying attention to what was going on. This is why this old man was not able to become a victim. He's paying attention to his surroundings. He knows he's at work, even though it's his story. He knows he's at work and he's paying attention to what was going on. Uh, the other thing is, you know, we're going to see what kind of, you know, penalty that these that these uh, young thugs get. Because here's the thing, ABL, you know, not everybody is perfect and they might have a lapse in judgment at one time or another. But if you're a kind of, you know, 20 year old or teen or, you know, young youth that has stolen a car, you talk to your friends, you decide, let's put all the hoodies on. Here's the guns we're going to get. When you think about it to that extent and then carry it out, you know, you're, you know, you have a criminal mind and you're somebody that does, has no respect for other people, has no respect for people's property, has no respect for, you know, boundaries. This, you know, they let these kids out thinking, well, they could change their ways. And, you know, uh, you know, oh, my son just had a lapse in judgment, you know, let him go or, you know, give him a few months in juvie or give him a few months in jail or even a year in jail. Then they're back out right away. These are repeat offenders. When you're to the point where you're pointing a gun, whether it's an airsoft or a real gun, you know, it doesn't matter to the police or to, to the courts if it's an airsoft gun or a real gun, because you gave the intention that this is a real gun and my life is in danger. It gave that old man a right to shoot and even kill that guy, that kid. You know, it's just, and I, I'm so glad that the news media in that story allowed the custom that, you know, his regular customers to voice their opinion, because those are the opinions of real people. As you like to say, the normies on the street is that this crime has gotten out of hand and, you know, we have a right to defend themselves and everything else. Because what happens is the left has infiltrated the schools and once you infiltrate the schools and the colleges those people get out into the workforce and those leftist opinions they go into the trades the news trade and reporting those go into the workplace that these these young minds go into and most news places would not let those voices be heard. What voices do they want? The voices like The View 
oh, we need to stop the gun violence, we need to stop this. And when the news media over and over and over again show the few times the police mess up and the few times that, you know, certain things happen, instead of showing all those times, you can look online and you could find hundreds of videos where people successfully defended themselves because they were armed. Just like the guy in the church, like you said, that guy came into the church, the security guard saw him in the church, bam, one shot, put him down, he's dead. Instead of a story of a guy goes into a church and kills 14 people. You see, good thing that guy was armed. You know, when I was in the police academy, they used to tell this one story where there was a sheriff that went to church and did not bring his firearm. And somebody came into the church and killed a bunch of people, including his child. Because why? Because he chose not to carry his legally uh, legal firearm, and he was authorized to carry it as being a sheriff. But he went to the church without it, and he regrets it to this day, because maybe I could have stopped him from either killing my child or the other parishioners around me. You know, they don't like to tell that story, ABL, because they don't want you armed. They don't want you armed. They want to tell the horror stories of what happens when people are armed and, you know, little kids get their dad's gun and shoot themselves. Yes, that happens, but that happens because people are irresponsible and whatnot. But many, many times, because people are armed, they're able to successfully defend themselves and they're not a victim. And the fact that these leftists have gotten into our schools, and I watched that thing with the uh, Russian KGB agent, you know, about it takes 20 years. You mentioned it last week. I, I watched it once before, and I updated it and watched it again. You know, that it takes 20 years to change people's minds because you get these leftist ideas in the schools, and young minds are influenced by those leftist ideas. Then they go out into the workforce, and it spreads. It spreads, and then whoever is in control of the news is in control of the attitude. Because your opinion, in the opinion of those people, you're just a Republican, you're a conservative, you know, you're Fox News talking points, or you're just, you know, that's what they, they want to belittle your opinion and make it seem like you're a nut Instead of, you know, oh, you got to love everybody and put rose-colored glasses on. The world is not like that. Believe me, when I was in the ghetto, a lot of those people that live there, the majority of people in those communities are good people that like to see the police because they're victimized. Those were the ones that were victimized. They like seeing the police there. They don't want to see if you don't respect them. But if you respect people, they like to see you there because they know they're being victimized by the criminal element. Anyway, that's my two cents, A.B. I'm glad to participate again. And uh, a great show. I hope you comment on some of what I said. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you. Talk to you another time. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Now, that was a great call from a retired Chicago police officer friend. But one thing he said that really stood out to me was about how the people in these communities, a lot of these low-income, bad communities, whatever you want to call them, they want the police. They need the police presence there. They got to have it because without the police presence, what are they going to do? The, the criminals are going to just terrorize. You got old ladies there, 80-year-old 80, 80 ladies in the hood sitting on their porch just being terrorized by these people. 
They, they got to have it. So the, the, the narrative from the mainstream media is simply false. It's just not reality. Five, five, nine, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, Patrick from California. How's it going? Everything's all right, man. How about yourself? Hey, good, good, man. Just uh, want to talk about Gavin Newsom. He's been in the news a lot lately, the last uh, several days. And uh, he's got his $2 billion tax break that he's incentivizing, trying to uh, pass with a state bill uh, with the Hollywood movie unions, uh, basically incentivizing, uh, I guess, the entire movie industry across the whole United States to come to California for a $2 billion tax break over Roe v. Wade. And he's especially concentrating that with Florida, Texas, and Georgia. And uh, he's, he's stating, well, if you have a political view that is, uh, you know, towards abortion and you don't agree with pro-life, then come to California and we'll give you millions of dollars in tax breaks. Well, I just was wondering what your take was on that. Um, it's, it's all politics. It's a political move. Just trying to capitalize on what's going on right now with Roe v. Wade. Um, and also mm-hmm. maybe trying to position, he's trying to like make himself be more popular to get a better position, shut him up for president in 2024, because his name has been kind of out there about potential candidates to run for president along with, um, the brilliant, the, um, illustrious, the all knowing AOC, <laughs> they, they want to put her out there. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's right. just it's it's really to just try to bolster his name up and also just trying to capitalize on things that are going on right now politically. You know, I really think so. Did you see that LA magazine article by chance? How his head guy for the water utilities quit and he cited his reasoning for quitting was that basically Gavin Newsom uh is a fascist and he is totally mishandling the water crisis in California and he won't do anything about a million customers having like arsenic traces of arsenic in their water. And, uh, that he basically isn't allowed to do anything about it because of Gavin Newsom and that it's just a, a crisis that is continuing to get worse and worse. Wow, I didn't even that's that's deep. I didn't even see that. That's that's crazy. But I mean, I'm not surprised. And you know, and and, and a guy like me to not see it, they, they must really be trying to hide it. And you know, of course, they they do hide certain things like that in in the media that that won't make the 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 nightly news at all nationally. And you got to go try to dig it out and find it, which is a big part of the reason why right. people don't trust the media anymore. Because that's that's a really important story. That's something that people should know about, not just in California but nationwide. Especially since Gavin wants to become the president, he must run for president possibly in 2024. I should know about something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, that's crazy. What do you What do you think his odds are uh, winning for for uh, the presidential race, and I guess just the Democratic ticket for 2024? Do you think he has pretty good odds? I think he has pretty good odds because he may not necessarily be polling very well. He's polling like center center of it. I think booty gigs up there, Kamala Harris, but these people the, the democratic party knows they got to put somebody that can actually bring some, some votes. 
Uh, they, they picked Biden because of the Barack Obama connection. People know him from being Obama's vice president. That's the reason why he was able to get a nomination. Although others probably did better than him. He didn't, you know, perform very well at all during the campaign. It didn't matter. Barack Obama, vice president. Okay, we're going to get um, Obama 3.0. That's what they thought they was going to get. And with uh, Gavin Newsom, right. they, they're going to try to appeal to the single moms, um, to the LGBT, to the far leftists, and they're going to try to get him to capture that particular audience, put a bunch of cash behind him, put big name guys out there like Barack Obama and whatnot and endorse him and have and, and force him down the Democratic Party's throat. That's pretty much what's going on with that. Right, and especially since he's related some way, I think he's like the nephew of Nancy Pelosi. Correct. So, I mean, let's all just, you know, think about that already and how that's going to play out and, and uh, how everything's already lined up for him with that uh, already in the picture. And so, uh, speaking of Pelosi, I, I just think it's interesting because I was watching Sky News Australia and they were taking that snippet that you had up of that Fox News article and they were also elaborating how the judge who was on the bench um, researching and and, uh, I guess presiding over the the case, they dismissed him and replaced him with a Democrat judge that isn't even like involved with these types of cases and he has no experience at all whatsoever in these sort of um, cases and, and situations and anything else. And um, it's just interesting to me how, you know, that can happen to somebody like Paul Pelosi. But if you're just a normie and you have a DUI or something like that, you're basically going to the big house and there ain't no questions about it. That's it. You're done. <laughs> Oh, of course, but we we, you know. we 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 know we know what's going on. It's just it's a, it's a political stuff. You could do whatever you want, like Hunter Biden. You can smoke crack. You can get money illicitly from other parts of the world through coercion, through political blackmailing. Doesn't matter if you are politically inclined. You're politically tuned in, locked in. You'll you'll be just fine. Right, right. So anyway, well, I appreciate your two cents on that ABL. I won't take up any more of your time. God bless you, sir. God bless the United States of America. God bless our 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. You have a great evening, sir. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Great call. Yeah, man. Like, the whole Paul Pelosi thing has been... I'm surprised they even announced that they were going to prosecute Paul Pelosi over the whole DUI thing. I was surprised that they were going to prosecute him. But, I mean, if they're going to put some, you know, normie judge on them, some kind of Ricky or whatever on them, that's also not surprising because that would kind of just go with what I expect. That that goes with it, one hundred percent. Eight six zero, you're alive. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's Sonia. How are you? I'm well. About yourself. All right. Um, the last call I was talking about Governor Newsom, so I figure I'll just piggyback on that because I was thinking about how they want him to be the next front runner for 2024 for president. Right? You heard that. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, what I'm trying to understand is how do they explain away the fact that their first female woman of color, blah, blah, blah. Kamala is not even a consideration. Why wouldn't they expect her to run for president? And because they're not going to back her, isn't that a betrayal? You know what? It, it, it probably would be in different times, but the way it is right now, you know, they pretty much do whatever they want. They don't really care about trying to be inclusive or trying to 
uphold any kind of value that they say that they you know support. They don't really care about that too much. All they want to do is just try to win. That's that's really it. It was the same thing with Pete Buttigieg. You know, they're talking about, oh, we support LGBT, all this, that, and the third. But then they realize, hey, man, we can't have no five foot eight gay president. That's not really going to work. We got to have this, um, you know, thousand year old semi tall man that is linked to Obama to have any kind of chance of winning. They don't really care. Like all of that goes out of the window. So, yes, it should be considered a betrayal, but they don't care about that when they're talking about getting things done for real. So then it's okay for them to turn their back on her, even though she's black in place of another white man. Is that it? <laughs> that, that's right. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Nancy, because I was really confused at first with this whole Taiwan business, because we all know that they walk on eggshells when it comes to China. We all know that nobody can speak against them. We know that John Cena had to apologize to um, them in, ta- in uh, Mandarin, right? Uh, LeBron says nothing about them. The NBA doesn't like that that other players wearing those sneakers that say free Tibet. So when I was thinking about all of this, I thought, why on earth would she go there? She knows this too. So could it be that they want, you know, they want them to take over Taiwan and this is the way to get it done by sort of putting the blame on her. She's going to be out of the picture anyway. And then they, because if they're in bed with China, how could she be doing this? Right, that's that's a good point. Unless it's a plan, and it's not that she's doing whatever she wants and going rogue. Do you think that's what she's doing? At that that could be part of it as well. I mean, that's 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 very possible. I mean, like the way things are going hmm. right now, I would not be surprised one le- and and one one little bit. Okay, and did you hear about all those Canadian doctors that are dropping like flies? I think the numbers up to six now. I have been hearing about that. I, I didn't look into it too deeply, but I have been hearing about that. Now, I guess the million dollar question is, are, are they all vexed? Is is that a common denominator? <laughs> well, I don't know why the doctors wouldn't be vaxxed because over there they want you to get a booster every nine months. Ah, uh, I see. And I would figure that like uh, Trudeau, they're... You know, they happily did so. Speaking of, I'm of the mind that none of these celebrities or politicians got vaccinated any more than they come down with COVID. I feel that it's for show, unless they really think that, you know, it's good for them. I think that maybe they don't want to take it any more than anybody else, but they have to, you know, push, push it. Right. And then when they like Biden back to back COVID diagnosis. I'm thinking it's just a way to keep them out of the limelight a little bit longer and a good way to get out of things and speaking events and who knows what. I think it's a convenient excuse. What do you think? I mean, that's, that's probably part of it. I, I saw something, it might have been today or yesterday, where he was signing some bill and he did it remotely. I'm like, okay, so we, we going to have a Zoom president? Is that what we got going on? Some dude on the camera? Like, he could be <laughs> back in, in his, the basement. Yeah, back, back, back <laughs> to the basement. That's crazy. The presidency from the basement is nuts, but that could be what's going on. For sure. Back in the basement, Biden. Mm -hmm. Listen, I saw a painful street interview and they were asking New Yorkers, which hurts me because I'm from there, that um, whether or not they miss Trump. And they were either totally indifferent or um, guess who they said they did miss? Who? Obama? Obama. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) They want Obama back. Wow. I mean, people, you know, they, they just, it just liked Obama personally, but mm-hmm. they, if, if you were to ask them about any kind of policy that he pushed through 
Anything that he did in his presidency that's noteworthy, they would not be able to tell you. They just liked him personally. It's frustrating. Some of them have masks on, too. Speaking of, and I'll leave you with this, it's 99.9 degrees outside, and I didn't think I would see it now at this point in the game. I heard about it, but I had to see for myself. I saw a man in his car with his windows rolled up, and he was wearing a mask. He was all alone. So I'm thinking, does he think he's going to get the virus through his AC vent? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think the mask is like a comfort blanket. They just wear it because it makes them feel good. I think even Fauci said that from the beginning, and that's exactly what mm-hmm. it was throughout the entire time. It makes them feel good. Pathetic. Thanks for taking my call, ABL. I'll keep listening. Have a good night. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Yeah, that whole thing with the mask, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like a, it's like a comfort blanket. You, you feel good. Like I said, Anthony Fauci said that from the beginning, but I think they they allowed the mask thing to keep going on because they felt like it it aided in relieving social unrest. It was a it was literally like a pacifier. They gave you a pacifier to put in, like you gave you grown adults pacifiers to put in your mouth so you wouldn't be going out there acting the fool. That's what happened, in my opinion. Because what's the other reason for wearing the mask? We know it doesn't work. Fauci said it doesn't work from the jump. He said that it might block a droplet or two. Matter of fact, I got to play the video. You guys know I got to just hammer the point home. Okay, I got to hammer the point home. Okay, it's already right there in my, um, let's see if it's still there. Oh, here it is. Hopefully this this, this is it. We'll, We'll see. There's a couple of clips here. Let's let's just see if this is the, the correct one. What's your belly? In the beginning, the critical issue that I think was the one of the thing when we finally realized that it, we became very clear what we needed to do was, was this virus an efficient spreader from human to human? What about community spread? Because there's no doubt that we knew that we would get cases here. It might not be it. Hold on. Let me just fast forward a little bit fundamentals and the fundamentals are not rocket science it's universal wearing of masks avoiding crap that ain't it <laughs> that ain't it hold on let's, let's try this one right here i tell you about where we will be in about a year i don't think we've seen the worst yet mm-hmm. i think we'll still continue to see more infections i hope by next year at this time we will have gone through a cycle and we don't have a second season of it and if we do, hopefully we have a vaccine that might be able to help with public health measures to mitigate the impact. Could we be helped by the fact that this virus tends to like cold and dry and it doesn't we, like warm and moist? We could. Respiratory viruses in general, the concept of a respiratory borne illness like influenza or other cold viruses, even coronaviruses, tend to diminish as you get into the warmer weather for a number of reasons. People tend to stay outside more. As a- when Trump said that, they called him a ridiculous nut job. Um, <laughs> he's conspiracy theorist, all kind of stuff. But I, I digress. Opposed to closed spaces, the virus itself doesn't like warm, moist as much as it likes cold, dry. So that it is conceivable on principle alone that that could happen. But there's no guarantee that this particular coronavirus is going to diminish when the weather gets warmer. Okay, I found, I found a clip. Hold on one second. Let me just get it queued up properly. All right. Shout out to Steve Guest for having this on his Twitter. 
Yeah, Twitter is a, is a great tool because they, the thing about Twitter, people kind of get on Twitter for censoring, but they don't, what they don't do is censor their search algorithm like, like YouTube does to a certain extent. Because I was able to find that Fauci mask clip on YouTube by searching Fauci, Fauci 60 Minutes Mask before, but I was not able to find it right there. Is it gone off of YouTube or is it being hidden from the search algorithm? I don't know. But here's a video I'm looking for from Fauci. This is from uh, March 2020, just a little over two years ago. There's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. That's we're the starting point. It could see. lead to a shortage of masks for the people who really need it. So he says it right there. It makes you feel better. It might block a droplet or two. This is Anthony Fauci. Is this your king, liberal Democrats? Is this him right here? He changed his tune like a week later. How does the science change that quick, Anthony Fauci? I said, I thought it was believe the science, trust the science, but the science changes in, in a week. When you say something definitively and then change it the very next week. Why? What's going on? Now, hold on. There's, there's one more thing I want to show. Um, let me see if I can find this right quick. Hold on one second. Let me, let me see if I can cue it up. Oh, here, here's another, here's another little gem I got for you guys. This is CDC director Rochelle Walensky back in October of 2021, just not even a full year ago saying that the vax does not prevent transmission. This is her saying it. This is the CDC director, the current sitting CDC director Rochelle Walensky saying it out of her own mouth on television. Let's check this out. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit fail, uh, frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. Um, our vaccines are working so, I mean, like, and you know, the thing about it is people, they get, they, they always get, um, they, they get attacked for saying things like that. Or oh, you're anti-science. You don't believe the science. This, 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 the, the, the people that you believe in the, the science, um, crusaders are saying the exact same thing that I'm saying. So I don't understand. I don't really get it. I, that doesn't make any sense. They, they change what they say, depending upon the circumstances, depending upon 
uh, who's making them change what they say. Why would you say one thing one minute and another thing the next the next minute? Like, what's really going on? It's crazy. It's totally crazy. Oh, and I got a picture for you guys. Now, remember, Fauci was like, hey, you know what? You shouldn't really wear masks all the time because there could be a shortage and people might need your mask that you have one. Well, remember, they did a lot to show up the mask shortage. Mask production everywhere. I, I showed you guys videos of the one guy over somewhere, India, I believe. You know, he was making a bunch of masks at his sewing machine. He got the the strings in the mask all on his toes. They're on the ground. And you put in that mask right on your face. Now, I understand a lot of clothing is made in less than beautiful conditions that you wear on your body. I understand. But I refuse to put on clothing that I've not washed yet. I'm going to put it in the washing machine immediately. Okay, especially like underwear, socks, drawers. Oh, yeah. ASAP. That's going in the washing machine. The only thing I probably wouldn't put in the washing machine first as clothing is like a jacket or a coat because I'm not going to wear that right on my body. Okay. But best believe, like like regular clothes, shirts, T-shirts, all that. Oh, yeah, washing the machine first. But that mask, you're not washing that mask right away. You can't wash the mask, one of these uh, surgical masks. You're putting that right on your face. And it came from somebody's floor right in their toes in India. And that is going to help you not get sick. You're putting the bacteria right on your nostrils. But anyway, so look at this picture right here. The caption, ironically, sarcastically, says, wear masks, save the planet. Look at this landfill full of masks, chopped to the brim, mask, mask, mask. Because you got these one-time use mask, masks, they're disposable. Where are they going? Can you recycle them? Like, what do you... It's microplastics. And you know, it said for the first time, they're finding microplastics inside of Americans' lungs. Why? Why are they finding microplastics inside your lungs? Is it because of these masks that are made of the same material? You're wearing it all day, and you're breathing that stuff into your body, and it gets into your lungs? Is, is, that, is that helpful? Is that, is that healthy? I don't believe that it is. I don't think so. And that's, that's going to get right in the water right in the ocean, drinking water perhaps as well, depending upon where it's located. Huh? Right, so go green. Yay, wear a mask. <laughs> oh, yeah, the wind turbines as well. Yeah, so the, the wind turbines are completely pollutant. You can't recycle them. Um, they're inefficient. They don't provide. I mean, once you, once you look at the amount of energy that's required to make, to manufacture a wind turbine, and then the inability to recycle it, it makes zero sense. You might as well burn coal. Coal is natural resource. I thought that was important to use natural resources. Burn coal and oil is natural resources. There's ways to go about it in a, a cleaner way. I'm not going to say totally clean, but a wind turbine, you got to produce that using dirty, quote-unquote, dirty fossil fuel. It, it requires, there's a lot of energy that goes into uh, manufacturing a wind turbine, and then at the end of its life cycle, it just gets left in the, in, the, in, the, in the trash heap, and it can't decompose. You can't recycle it or anything. It's just going to sit there. It's just going to rot. Just laying on the ground. But where's the, you know, you're not, you're not going to see the same thing as a waste product from coal. Not really. Coal ash, that's a different story. 
All right. Hold on. Did I get to everything I wanted to get to? Do, do I have more um, pictures and videos? I think that might have been about it. Hold on one second here. And if you like what you heard so far tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. I think that'd be a wrap for the calls. Thank you all for calling in. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. You know I couldn't do it without y'all. I appreciate you for your support. Oh, one more video before I roll out. Now nah, I want to play that one. I want to play that one. I want to. Uh, I I might play that next time, but not right now. Matter of fact, I already said it. Okay, let's go ahead and play it. So monkeypox. Remember. I think I already played this video before. I think I did a video on it, actually, where Rochelle Walensky is struggling to explain how children got monkeypox. Like, she's struggling to really explain how that happened. Like, she's telling you where they were, but she's struggling to tell you how they got it. She's not really answering that particular question. Let's go ahead and roll that right quick. Um, we do have seen now two cases that have occurred in children. Both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community, the gay men, uh, men community. Um, and so when we have seen those cases in children, they have generally been what I call adjacent to the community most at risk. One I should also monkey. mention, importantly, those children are doing well. She was struggling again. That is current CDC director Rochelle Walensky. But she was struggling to say what's going on. It was like a gun was, like I said before, a gun off the camera. And she was just really like a hostage in there. Look at her face. I mean, fear, fear. Because she knows what she's saying is going to get used. Talk about the LGBT community. And I mean, if somebody uses it in a way that she doesn't want, she can't stop that because facts are facts. It doesn't really matter how someone uses it. If it's, if it's true, then it's true. If it's false, then it's false. Nothing else really matters, but yeah. So, I mean, they, they tell you what's going on, but you got to pay attention. And I think a lot of these videos like this do not make it to mainstream media. That's why you got to come here. That's why my man earlier was talking about a story. I hadn't even heard before. I got to dig to find these stories because the media wants to suppress them. Like the story I'm going to do about the cheerleader, the, the trans cheerleader, they don't want a story to be out there to the mainstream media. Imagine a 25-year-old built like, you know, he used to um, spike uh, railroad spikes on the railroad like uh, John Henry. Prison tattoos. This this person was a male last year and now age 25 wants to become a female. You got this Lil' Kim makeup that's like 15 shades lighter than your body. You over here beating up on those 17-year-old white girls, man. That ain't, that's not... That's not made for TV. Don't nobody want to see that. So I have to be the one to go dig up the story and bring it to y'all. Okay. Because if I didn't do it and others didn't do it, then you would not hear about it. But I digress. I'm getting triggered again. You know how I do, but that'll be a wrap for me. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Again, if you enjoyed you heard thus far, please give the video a like, get a video, a like, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Also, this is a podcast you're listening to. It'll be available 8 a.m. tomorrow on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Links for that will be in the description. Or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live, and I will pop right on up. And also, let's look at the, the supers here. Thank you to uh, A. Canel says, Justin in love, brother. Keep up the good fight. Thank you for that. 
Thank you to ZFC's King Sword who says, thanks, APL. Thanks, chat. Thanks, mods. Thanks to Elfrin Arthur Lee who says the meme was on point. Talking about the um, Jim Jones says, stay hydrated. Uh, thank you to Easy Peasy Lemon Squeezy. Great name, by the way, who says, when are you and Tatum going to do, going to go live again? I really enjoyed the panel. Love your videos and your lives. Keep up the great work. He has a radio show he's doing that Larry Elder had. So he's just, he has his hands full. So whenever he's ready, whenever he has time, he can do the panel, but he's very, very, very busy. Now I'm, try, I'm trying to be like him. You know, I try to like not be as busy, but he's super busy. So shout out to him. And thank you to Amok PVP who says, I've been a fan of the channel for a while in the background listening in. Thank you for the commentary, for the community service. Thank you for that. It means a whole lot to me. I'm glad you are a fan of the show and been here for a while. So that'll be a wrap. Thank you to the mods for doing a great job keeping the trolls in check and everything above board. But that'll be a wrap. I'll be back live again on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But until then, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.